Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the technical support line at the Guitar Stories Podcast. We've already had an error because I couldn't hear the audio, so I stopped it on five. So if you're watching this and you, you got to five, that's why. But now it's working. Um, Dan, do you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you loud and clear. Hello, Andy. Oh, you cheeky boy. Um, hello, person sitting next to you, Dan, who is not going to respond to my question. But let's assume that Henning can also hear me. Um, I did announce a few weeks ago that I was going to be at Meinl Ibanez in Germany today for this episode. In fact, I announced it for last week. I'm very clearly not there. I'm still in my studio here in Austria yep. for reasons that I don't want to go into, apart from the fact that I'm very upset and a little bit lonely but yeah at least mm. at least i'm not sat next to mr grumpy dan how are you how are you dan how are you i'm good i'm excellent uh we're already shooting material for the new lineup i think mr poster boy already posted uh something from the latest edge development <laughs> So yes, check out his Instagram I, if you're interested to see what he posted. I think he sort of, I think he snickered <laughs> and then. Apart there was from a little that, snicker. Yeah, yeah, kinda, kinda, yeah. Yeah, and apart from that, everything's good. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, back in the game and doing well. And uh, I was looking so looking forward to having you here. But um, yeah, you know, yeah. another day. Another time, another, another life. So looking yes. forward to that. Let's just say hello to the people in the live chat. It's a live show. People are fairly happy. We've got Valeria. We've got Buzzle. We've got, oh, a name that I can't pronounce. Um, I'll say his Marcelo is probably his surname. <laughs> Any idea how to pronounce Spanish-looking words, Dan? I'm English. My language education was next to nothing. Joao Marcelo. Joao Marcelo. Is that right? Is uh, it close? Joao Joao Marcelo? I don't know, but you speak Spanish with an Italian accent. Fergie um, says no audio. Fergie says no audio. Apparently, <laughs> apparently you need to. Some people refresh the page. Um, if you if you're watching this live and there's no audio, please refresh the page. In fact, you're not going to hear me saying this. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, Henning. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Alexis Guitars, Amanda is here. Welcome back to the I'm, show, I'm Amanda. Again, Henning and I, we're at six pixels. You're what? We look like Minecraft. We, we yeah, look you've like got, Minecraft. It's, it, there's something to do with something. It might pick up in a little bit. It might be the fact that uh, Austrian Internet still hasn't updated to the fiber optic that is literally 15 meters from my gar uh, garden. Or it could be the, the minor tinternet that likes to mess us about a little bit. Or it could be the fact that it's just far too grumpy on that signal and the internet doesn't want to show it on my channel because of the yeah. grumpiness. Maybe if we reduce the grumpiness, grumpiness a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I'm so glad to um, to have a guest on that, says um, it is that Portuguese. Is welcome. It's Portuguese. I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was bound to get it wrong, so I just fessed up and got it wrong. We also got Rick. Um, 
Apparently, Henning didn't bring one of those expensive cameras he has. Oh, yeah, that's probably right. That would have fixed it. Thanks, Valeria. Um, I did. I'm just not allowed to use it. Oh, it speaks. It speaks. How many episodes of this do you have? This is 55. You've been on like two episodes. You have. Less than 55. I have not. Yeah, you have been on the on the very last episode of the first season. We had oh. Ryan and you. And yeah, we had guys. We just got a three euro super chat from Mikhail asking us if we're happy now. Um, I edited the video today where where Mikhail gave me a live uh, super chat when we were at Gear Streets. I totally forgot that happened, and you were in the room at the time, Henning. Do you remember that <laughs> happening? trying to I trick you so, into yeah. talking yeah ah 55 episodes and i thought we're friends <laughs> loads of really talented hot girls you had on freaking jamie humphreys before me and pretty much every guitar player on the freaking planet before the person that you claim is your friend continue <laughs> we'll continue you too you don't laugh <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, I, I was just I was just making up my my mind that that actually um the 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 video quality blends in perfectly with the shirt that Henning is wearing because he's wearing yeah. eight bits Super Mario. Yep, perfect. This shirt is available at mrgoogoo.com. The links can be found under my video. If you go to mrgoogoo.com and use the coupon code HP, not forty two, just HP, you will get fifteen percent off. Mrgoogoo.com buy your shirts now probably now because then you go to the website and you don't watch this crap that's right that's right we should um we should probably do some news um the news yep. is that um i did a giveaway or some of the news i i did a giveaway recently where i had to choose some people to win some jupiter effects pedals and we're going to do that right now live on the show so uh time for some that's news. amazing yeah. Whoops. That is there we go. the news. <laughs> so, so that is me with a play button in the middle of my nose, which Henning apparently put there on purpose. And you could win, and I say these pedals, these pedals here, the Jupiter FX Kaleidoscope and the new version of the Warlow. Henning, did you know there was a new version of the Warlow? Damn it. Well, there is. There's a little <laughs> micro switch inside where you can switch modes to make it uh, ratty rather than Big Muffy. Anyway, I've got to give these two pedals away because that's why All Chris right. Jupiter sent them to me because he's a very nice guy. And in the video, um, all you had to do to win the pedals was to leave a comment. Excuse me, Windy Pops. Leave a comment um, saying <laughs> that Chris Jupiter is a lovely bloke. So if I go over to my Firefox now... This is the, the, the video, and if you commented on this video, then you have a chance to win the pedals. So I'm going to copy that URL. I'm going to take it to YouTube Random Comment Picker. I'm going to paste it in there, so you should be able to see me doing this. I'm going to filter the duplicate users. I almost said losers then. I thought I was on a different channel. Uh, include <laughs> replies and filter comments. But I'm not going to filter it because we're going to do it live. And then I'm going to get the YouTube comments, doing it live. 268 right. unique comments. All right. Cross your fingers, toes, eyelids, everything. Now, here we go. 
says start raffle and pick random winner. Before I do that, I'm going to do this. Start! Okay, Mark Smith is the name that's come up on the screen. However, he did not write in his comment what I asked to write. And you know what that means, Dan? Yep. Du, 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 du. It means we've got to roll again. Do it again. We've got to roll again. Yeah. So pick another winner. Here we go. Sorry, Mark Smith, but them's the rules. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Nick Hart. I know Nick Hart. He comes to the channel very often. Nick Hart, you have won yourself a Jupiter Effects Kaleidoscope, which is just there, and it is phenomenal. And you've also won yourself a Warlow, which, um, if you're listening to the audio version, this is what the box sounds like. There's Warlow. That's the brand new Warlow. Uh, mm. Nick, you've won it. I will somehow contact you. Unless, of course, you're listening to this or watching this, then please contact me via Instagram is the best way to contact me. Um, or just, just write an email to Henning and he'll pass it on to me because uh, that's that's how Henning and my relationship is. Is that okay, Henning? What was? <laughs> Past tense. Past tense. Okay, okay. Um. Yeah, so I, I'm excited. We've, we've given that away. Um, we didn't really have any other news. It's, it's kind of news, but not news, isn't it, Dan? There's, there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Um, yeah. But in the guitar world, I'm not going to say there's nothing happening. It's just nothing that we fancied sharing with you. That's all. Is that fair to say? I think so, yeah. Okay, if we're wrong on that, let us know in the chat. Um, so if yeah, let us know. Apparently, there's someone called HP42 in the chat, but he should. I mean, he's he's part of the podcast via the chat. That's odd. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, congrats to Nick Hart. Um, I will I will write you a message under your comment to let you know that you won, and also please contact me at some point in the future. If you don't, I don't know what we'll do. I'll ask Chris Jupiter what the best way forward is. I do you believe, know where, Dan, it's where, time for where your Nick picks comes of from? the week, sir. Yeah, with, with pleasure. Uh, just, just a question. Uh, where, where does Nick reside? Is he an American guy or Brit or? Oh, and, and now I can't hear Dan. Wonderful. <laughs> um, I can't hear you, but apparently the program can. Now we updated the program earlier, and uh -huh. it said it updated some audio issues, which I wasn't having, and now I am. What happened last time <laughs> is it kicked in as Dan was talking. Okay. Let me just check what's happening. Yeah. Great, I'll, Valeria. I'll Thank you for talking. keeping me updated. I'm going to do that and click some buttons. So if anyone's wondering, we're using Ecamm Live, which is a marvelous program, but it's having a few issues at the moment. They've released like six updates in the past four days. Mm. Um, Dan is back. Wonderful. Dan is back. That's good. Okay. Awesome. Well, Dan never left. I'm talking about from my side. Okay. Mm. Let's hear a little theme song. New picks, and what would be pick of the week without a couple new paddles? So, or, th or three, or three paddles, even better. That's uh, three times the fun. And actually, uh, JHS had a series called the, I think the th uh, the three series, yep. launched a year ago, and uh, I think that was a collection of 
seven, six or seven pedals, and now they added even more pedals to that collection. Um, they added a Hall Reverb, Flanger, and a Phaser pedal. That's your pick of the week? Yeah, why not? Have you played these? No, not yet. How can it be your pick of the week if you haven't even played them? Because I find them interesting. The white pedals! So you have no experience with them, and you're pushing these on <laughs> unsuspecting customers without even having checked them out. That's irresponsible. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm, saying. I'm not saying... It's irresponsible. <laughs> all I'm saying. I'm not Look saying... how great these pedals are. It's my pick of the week. You haven't even freaking played them. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to buy them, Henning. It's okay. just like... It's I'm good. not... It's just a pick from the news. I was going to know I'm not. I know, I know. It's just a pick from the news because I find them interesting because the, the series actually, the, the three series was quite successful. Um, and I I read from a lot of people that bought them and they were happy with them. So seeing JJ's adding a couple new effects is, is quite some news to I me. I told people that something's good because someone told me it's good. Then then that would be wrong. Something's wrong saying. <laughs> so... Starting oh. over, oh. yeah, we we can just go on. You know, he he will go and, and rumble every now and then. That's that's just how he rolls. So uh, that's okay. But basically, uh, we've got three different pedals. They all clock in at ninety nine uh, bucks, which uh, is kind of right in the ballpark where the other pedals were. Um, I don't have too much information about that, apart from that. Uh, you've got the the hall reverbs, got some modulation and decay that you can set. And the rest is pretty much self-explanatory. Then Flanger is always interesting because Sweetwater has Black Friday deals. And if you go and use my link under my videos, uh, you can get 15% off on all JHS pedals this week only. So the 99 will be less. Hashtag math. <laughs> please, so, please do question, use Henning's you, links because the one thing Henning yeah. needs is more money. Doesn't have enough. Yeah. <laughs> more money, more cameras. <laughs> but, Andy's links. but here's the thing, Andy. Uh, yes, mate. Henning, not Andy. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing. I'll stay are, it. are the new pedals already part of the discount? Okay. Live research. <laughs> live, um, live research is the best research that you can do. I always, like, Flanger is, is a pedal. It's like an, an integral pad. Uh, essential pedal for your pedal board so if you're lacking a flanger that might be an option to try out um, especially at the price point and um well the phaser if you're into 70 styles also quite interesting and the question you are you are the the pedal there uh, be between the three of us have you tried some of the jhs3 series so far no but i know henning has um henning do you have any experience with these pedals i do not you do not no that's why i'm not commenting on them <laughs> I was just, I was just. Waiting. Also, before we went on air, Henning, or at least I said, I wasn't going to comment on these because uh, I wasn't made aware of them before they were released. So therefore, <laughs> as a gear review channel, I feel the word is miffed. The word is is no. bogged off. No, mugged off. That's it. Yeah, I feel, I feel mugged off. Um, right. But yeah, I would, I would argue, right? And I, I love some of the JHS pedals, and I quite like Josh as a person. But I would argue there are other pedals for cheaper that yeah, have those. 8415 at Reverb, including the new ones. You heard it first. Yeah. So all JHS pedals are 15% off, which means a lot of them are still extremely expensive. But those new ones are 8415 
<laughs> and uh, that's all right. The thing that I just said. Henning's Black Friday pick of the week. No, <laughs> it's because I haven't played them. <laughs> all good. So I remember vividly when we talked about the pedals uh, that that uh, I brought up the point that these are white pedals, and I would love to see some like artist-inspired um, painted pedals, or even like from customers that that like the pedals to to kind of. Have you seen JHS designs? Yeah, they they don't do that. Yeah, but these are white, so you can actually just like paint them yourself. You don't have an ugly kind of scribble on it or something. These you are just like those freaking Ibanez guitars that Joe Satriani. You know, defaced. I thought he wasn't going to speak. I thought you weren't going to speak. That was the deal. You you promised you weren't going to speak. Okay, fine. <laughs> also, by the way, if I don't yeah. respond to something one of you says, it's because my audio is cutting out all over the place. So if I, I'm not being rude, oh, sh- it's just I okay. can't hear you right now, for example. Oh, but I know that the rude. public can. You're, so I'm going to have to rude. listen to this episode afterwards to figure out what you said. Uh, I don't know what the issue the, is. Maybe, maybe we can we can shamelessly uh, plug the the latest video that Henning did about uh, the deals that the big e retailers currently have running. Uh, actually, uh, very entertaining video. Sorry, Dan, I'm going to interrupt you. Um, remember when we said that okay. Henning was going to be on the show, and if he didn't do a good yeah. job, we were going to replace him with someone else. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions? It's Perfecto de Castro. He's just joined us. There he is. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hey. I'm I'm bombing your interview. (laughs) Perfecto is going to be on the show in a couple of weeks' time, and I sent him the link, and I also said that that's the same link that we're using tonight. So do with that information what you will. And now Henning has thrown a little strawberry wobbler. <laughs> so some people get a higher episode number than me. Apparently some people are worth even less than I am. <laughs> oh, perfecto. Freaking Bur- Asian I- Kirk Hammett there. Look at him. Wah, 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 wah. That's all he does. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, also, Poo Ninja says that Perfecto's video is perfectly clear. So, uh, Artie Smudge is requesting more presenters. Technically speaking, Nicole Millick still has the same link, so she could join us if she wanted to. And so does Jamie Humphreys. <laughs> well, let's see what the night still holds up for us. So, uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's uh, Perfecto. How are you? Are you well? Are you in a good mood? Um, I am doing fine. Um, I had a little bit of injury last week, but it's all good now. And uh, I'm procrastinating. That's why I'm jumping on your (laughs) your live stream. (laughs) Well, everybody, if you're excited for what Perfecto has to offer on the 14th of December, you're going to get Perfecto from start till finish, possibly with a a little taste of Henning halfway through. You never know these tastes. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> um we're just doing gear picks so. of the week perfecto so um unfortunately there's no fuzz currently but dan's just picked a, the three series from jhs um i'm going to ask the people in the chat if they can guess what dan's second pick of the week might be and if anyone gets it then dan has to send them one 
How's that, Dan? Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll give you, you a couple seconds. of seconds just to, to play that. Ten, nine, eight. What's the matter, Henning? Seven, six, five. You yeah, can I talk guess. if you want. I want Henning, you, no, you can't guess because you know what the... Oh, shoot. <laughs> Someone actually got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's be it's because I accidentally showed it earlier. <laughs> it is the Ibanez multi tool. Dan, tell us why your pick of the week is the Ibanez multi tool, please, mate. Because I like them. It's a, a new collection of what's new about them? What is new? Tell the people what's new. Limited colors. <gasps> the multi tool has become become a, a household name for a lot of guitar players and you know usually they come with red multi-tools but people have a lot of different colors for, on their guitars so we decided okay why not kind of upping the ante and introducing a couple new colors this is not news it is news it's a new multicolor ibanez tool which is a great thing it's i love mine okay. mine are all red but all right. i never thought oh man if this was only pink yeah, but there are a few, quite a few people that collect multi-tools. They're scraping they the bottom of the barrel of the news. Right? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. There and are people that collect multi-tools. Yeah. Who? Plenty. People that need serious life upgrades. <laughs> Come on. Let's ask, let's ask our guest within a guest. Guitars. Perfecto. Um, what do you think? Are you moved by this new gear release? <laughs> Well, if you have the pink Pia, then the pink multi-tool is a no-brainer. See? <laughs> I mean, it's crap. It's crap. <laughs> there you go. It's it's a fashion item. So I see it as such. Yeah, like, like uh, oh. you know, Instagram. Work on your guitar, and then and then the multi-tool, like right in right in the focus. You know. That's that's what it's for. <laughs> I'll be honest. The more I look at this, the more I want them. It's not perfect. Thank that's you, what Andy. We do because we You're push welcome. companies as a product, as this. But it's not what the average guy does. Oh, look at my app, and it's multi-tool. No, that's that's just us. What? Okay. You'd you'd be surprised. <laughs> for the record, I I also love my multi-tool. I think it's it's one of the best things I use. And now looking at these pictures, the marketing is working. I've marketed myself. I've played myself. Oh no! But don't worry, Dan's got someone to serang. Got to collect them all. Why not? It's a limited edition, so you can start there. This is limited edition. Yeah. Are there like five of each? No, but they are like only produced for a limited, limited amount of time. How many? I don't know. Like how many we order, but only for the course. It's like we call it spot production. So you you produce something for a limited amount of time, and then you don't you stop it, and then it ain't gonna return. Okay. Yeah. But it's fashion. I want one of each. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Dan, can you educate us on the price, please? Are these going to be regular priced, or are they now special list, uh, limited edition prices? No, the the carbon fiber optic is slightly more expensive. I think it's fifty cent more, or, or maybe euro more. But the others, they will clock in at the same price as the regular ones. It's just like limited edition. So for twenty twenty one, we have these colors, and for twenty twenty two, we might have more. So no, it, it depends on how well they oh. are doing and how people will receive them. 
You've well, just sold 12 of these. So, oh. so let My me goodness. get this straight. Instead of putting locking tuners on Ibanez guitars, as they <laughs> should be, and actually doing valuable improvements to the line, Ibanez is busy picking colors for multi-tools. <laughs> Way to place the stress on really what needs to be done, Ibanez. I mean, that's... That's really R&D place in perfect location. Okay, I'm going to shut up. Sorry, Andy. No, no, you that's, carry that's on. What, I'm with you on this. That's, that's what he says, but behind the scenes, he's, 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 he's much nicer. He's much nicer. <laughs> By the way, if anyone's just tuned in, Dan and Henning are in the same room. Okay, we've just done this amazing yeah. thing with technology where we've separated them to keep them uh, at bay from you know from being too naughty. But they are in the same same room. And I'm, ama <laughs> I'm amazed it took that long for that to happen. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I am amazed as well. So amazed am I, even enraged about it. <laughs> Yeah, we, we've got plenty of work to do tomorrow. Like, there's a whole pile of guitars right right behind that wall. And uh, yeah. Yeah, not a good one in sight, but a whole pile of them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Joking, right, well, that's multi-tool news. Uh, we should probably have a vote for the not next news. color. The next color. Uh, Henning, what color would you choose next in the limited edition Ibanez multi-tool range? I want the color where you fold it up and locking tuners fall out. <laughs> so that's what I want. Perfecto, what color would you choose, my friend? Uh, Desert Sun Yellow. Ooh, nice one. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. All right. Matching Dan, is your, is your favorite color there? Um, actually, I, I would love to see some, some aqua blue. Not, not like the pastel color, more like a very, very like oceany color. Tritone sunburst. Oh, nice one with a with a gloss finish. And know? then every Fender owner who has like an American Ultra with locking tuners, you know, they can buy that, and it's going to match the beautiful Fender. That's how we run. I don't actually know if those work on Fenders because I think they have different screws and all that stuff. So <laughs> I would like one in that. I'd like one in pearl, the pearl pickguard material, because then hopefully it would use up all the pearl pickguard material of the Ibanez stocks. They don't put them on their guitars anymore. What's wrong? That's that's the best thing about the AC twenty two or forty. Oh, it's disgusting! <gasps> it's disgusting. <laughs> It's. You sound like Leslie, and you kiss you like wish. her too. You wish. You wish I sounded like Leslie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say that so I could plug the video I've got coming soon, where I change the pearl pick guard on my AZ to a black one. Finally, when I get Did my pickups. Sacrilege. Yeah. What Dan doesn't know is that I may, may also have painted the body. You never know. You don't know these things. What? Say Ooh. what? Not the 2204TAB. Correct. Yeah, well, that F. one. F. F. Flame Maple. Come on. Get the facts right. Why would he paint the body on it? Nah, he's, he's, he's joking. He's joking. Oh, um, am I? Look at him. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's joking. Uh, we don't know. Yeah, we I never think, know with this guy. I think he's joking. By the way, if anyone's interested in the 2204TAB, Ibanez Aziz from the first series, Spotless, um, I have one. I, your audio's cut out. Oh, damn it. At, I want... <laughs> I want this at... Beautiful. 
buy this where <laughs> ruined want you can get it for a great minutes later it's probably probably <gasps> one on planet earth right <laughs> <laughs> Can we please move on from the Ibanez limited edition multi-tools? Please, for the sake of my sanity and the sake of the health of my YouTube channel and the people in the live chat, let's move on to something else. Andy's pick of the week. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> wow. oh, I've got um, I've got to re-add Perfecto one second. Hang on. <laughs> this is far too much fun. Perfecto, welcome back. Sorry about that. Um, I'll stop at you there. Uh, Fender have, Fender Japan, I should say, have re released, I was going to say re-released, but it's not a re-release. It's a release of the Fender 51, which mm -hmm. you might recognize as the Squire 51, which had a humbucker. And now Fender Japan have got single coils so it's basically a telly strat kind of thing um and i dig it so hard i'll take hmm. i'll put it to the floor gentlemen may i ask a question no perfecto what do you think <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm trying to wrap my head around it <laughs> give, give me a couple of seconds okay dan <sighs> i like it it looks like a guitar that sting would be playing yeah. Oh, no, he plays an yeah, acoustasonic yeah. at every opportunity possible. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably he's, 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 that's probably because he's getting some money for that. But like that, that looks like a guitar for the for the sophisticated, uh, wannabe sophisticated uh, guitar player that wants to be different but still kind of gravitates towards the traditional vintage looks. And that's kind of an option to kind of set yourself off from. The rest, I don't know. I kind of like I, it, but also dislike it. I'm a little bit torn, to be honest. <laughs> well, I think what's um, putting me off is the pick card. There's just so yeah. much plastic in there. Like you, you don't need the the plastic extending up to the upper horn. I don't think. Yeah. I'd like to know what Henning thinks. I mean, I'm I'm surprised he hasn't joined in already. Henning, do you have any questions? <laughs> yes, I do. And it's a very serious question. And I'm not joking. <clears throat> okay, go for it. What is what is Fender Japan? Like, I would nobody say knows. that nobody knows. Fender's Jap Fender Japan's the best Fender. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Fender is an American company. There's a Corona factory. They have Mexicans working in Corona, but then they have a Mexican factory. They have Coronas working in Mexico. And uh, but what is what I don't know what Fender Japan is. Fender Japan is the factory that gets it right. <laughs> Fender Japan has Fender factory. Yes. Um, Fender Japan takes risks more so than anybody else. Yeah. They made yeah. great yeah. jazz masters in the nineties. Um, it is or was a joint venture between Fender Musical Instruments Corporation, Kanda Shokai, and Yamano Gaki to produce and sell Fender branded instruments for the Japanese market. He just Googled that. And there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's two, reading there's that two of Wikipedia. Tiers. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, you there's two tiers. Uh... Okay, who's on? 
You're on Perfecto. Go for it. Oh, okay. There's two tiers, crafted in Japan and made in Japan. I'm not sure which is which, but one is just for the Japanese market and the other one's for export. All right. Right. We are I mean, full from, of information legal, this week. From a legal standpoint, if you say made in Japan, then I think the majority of parts needs to be also at least like uh, processed in Japan. Otherwise, if it's mm -hmm. crafted or crafted, you can you can just you know take parts from all over the world and just assemble them. That's why so many companies in the U.S. kind of refrain from writing "made in" and and, and do something like heritage, uh, American heritage, or you know proudly crafted or something like that but made in i think there needs a, a substantial amount of work needs to be done uh in in the particular country mm. what people are agreeing in the chat is that fans of japan have the coolest stuff and perfecto yeah. was absolutely right when he said that I, I, fans of japan can just take risks that other fenders can't um <clears throat> i think the pick guard that's why i did this it looks dragony Looks glorious. Hmm. Oh, ah. When you did that, I, I thought you were trying to attack me, which is why I did that. No, 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 no. I would never attack you. Okay, well, um, I, I, <laughs> it was a fine time. Um, what Would you like to see the back of this guitar in case there are any surprises? Yeah. No, no surprises. Right. No surprises. Very clean back. <laughs> Andy, there was, a question. there was a question. Is there a pickup selector or do you have like two independent volume uh, knobs for for the pickups that's a good point i don't see one i i, I was gonna ask that well what you should do is probably just research your news item of <laughs> gear pick before you actually put it on the screen and if i'd done that then i'd know that it has a u-shaped maple neck with a standard 25 and a half inch scale and a nine and a half inch radius it's got 21 vintage frets the thing is about those knobs, come on, Andy, come on. Uh, the thing is about those knobs, they're right next to the three saddle vintage star Telecaster Bridge with brass barrel saddles. Okay, also, yeah. he's not, not the question. with Nobody's the vintage star, instead, wait, 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 let me just, let me cut all that rubbish out. Instead of the traditional three-way switch and single volume and tone control, you get a three-way rotary control knob and a master oh. con volume control on the short vintage te style telecaster control plate that's rotary controls rotary oh, control that's that's, that's what prs did yeah, and PRS kind did of that and it didn't, didn't work, work. that's horrible yeah, yeah. throw that thing away and, that's not a pick of the week <laughs> no i'm giving it that's that's for me the rotary controls for the win also that they, the control plate looks almost as bad as the azs i'm sorry that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> it's less well endowed well, than the AZS. Yeah. Why would they get rid of the most useful knob for a Telecaster? Yeah. I, I because mean, you, they can. You never, you never f around with with the with the switch with the pickup selector. That's the the integral part. Otherwise, you know, if you're on stage, you can do the that thing when you're in the heat of the battle. That's impossible. Tried that, done that, doesn't work. Got rid yeah. of it. End of story. And who a uh, uh, relish tried it with a touch screen nice. control, yeah, and that go. was I, I. No, they had two dots, and you had to like gently touch the dots, or if you wanted to have the middle, you have to had to gently touch. Two fingers, like on the it, iPad. It just was horrible, <laughs> and it didn't work. Give me a freaking selector. Yeah. Don't put the selector tips on it that Ibanez does. Put good ones on it. The barrel. You know. <clears throat> Just saying, have you seen the selector on the quest series? What were they thinking? But more on that in my video coming up next week. <laughs>
smooth. Wow. Nice. I, I'm floored by your eloquence. Um, also, you're wrong about the barrel. That's that's the best. <laughs> As you well know. Thank you to Rick for the super chat, by the way. The super sticker. He got some popcorn because he's obviously enjoying us having a little banter. Um <laughs> I'll be honest, with this pick of the week, there wasn't much going on um, because it's Black Friday, etc., and all other colors, or Green Friday, because I saw, I saw a movie last night called Black Friday. And um, oh, right. it's like a B-movie, zombie movie with um, Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead, and it was wicked. But it was also rubbish, which is exactly what it should be. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not going to defend that guitar too much, apart from the fact that it is... Henning, what would you pay for that guitar if you liked it? What do you expect Fender Japan to be charging for that in euro? To me, that looks like eight ninety nine. Okay, close. Anybody else want to take a a little guess? I think a little bit more, like eleven ninety nine ish. Perfect. Yeah, do you I want agree. to go? Do you want to go in the middle of those two and get it right? <laughs> so it's nine nine nine. Nine ninety nine. It's about a thousand euros. Yeah, when it conversion comes there in. You go. Um, I love it. I dig it so hard, but I wouldn't pay a thousand euros for it. I'd buy it used on the used market for about four or five hundred if I could. I don't think you would find it for that amount of money because usually those I, limited editions from the Japanese market they kind of hold their value yeah. pretty well. I agree. But what I'm up. saying is, if I saw it at that price, I would buy it at that price. All right. Okay. Good point. I bought. I'd be a lucky do a, boy. Do I get a pick of the week? What? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I sent it to you, Andy. Oh God! You know we're, we're already. You sent him on Facebook. Oh, that's that's novel. Um, well, then you <laughs> you're gonna have to fill the dead air while I um. Oh my God! I didn't even need to look. Did not even need to look. Um, is it is it PG eighteen what he sent you or? Let's put it this way. Henning does nothing that he doesn't profit from. That's not go. true. Henning, right. Henning does many nice things, just to get that clear. <laughs> just a few. Henning, what is that? That looks oh, let amazing. Let me tell you what that is. Um, so if you are a musician, you need this, period. Good. Done. Good. Do you want to actually tell people yeah. what it is so that the audio listeners can know what you're We're talking podcasts. about? Oh. People, people actually listen to us. Why don't uh, we just on, refer to it as this? This, yeah. And then I don't make money. I see. Then I don't look so greedy. <laughs> um, I recently released earlier this year a drum programming course called Complete Guide to Drum Programming, which Andy and Perfecto both love to bits. Um, Perfecto even talked about it on a mountaintop true story. Uh, and I then said, how can we make it even more awesome? And we hired Felix Lehrmann, world's best man with a mustache, uh, to uh, he plays for the Martin Miller band, and he's better than Martin Miller on drums. And uh, then uh, he he sits on the drum kit, and he plays groups or parts. And then I say, how do you do that? And then he slows it down and we look at it and I transfer it onto the grid in, in the drum pro in the drum editor. And together we try to find rules and methods to get the realism and the groove and uh, the swing and uh, what, what he's doing on a kit into uh, rules to do in drum programming. Okay. It's probably the most in-depth 
groove course you will find. The first one that we're releasing is called Classic Rock Drums, or Programming Classic Rock Drums. And uh, there are six cameras on him. You can see every single detail. There's 4K slow mo shots. There's everything. So, Dan, about these multi tools, right? So they're pink <laughs> and they're graphic. It's a really good course. And the thing is, it only comes in one freaking color. It's not limited. Yeah. You can buy as many as you want. I am extremely proud of this. It's extremely good. And I'm not saying that because I make money on it, but on that day that we recorded that course, I got 25% better. And I was already pretty good at the drum programmer ring. All right. It's, I blew my own mind that day. I was like, oh my God, all the stuff I didn't know and I thought I knew so much. Question. Yes. And maybe that's a game. Like, how many cameras in total did you use for the whole project? Not that many. Uh, uh, six, seven, eight, eight. Wow. Okay. Because okay. I'm Question. Of Cubase, and I'm only, I only needed one. All right. Yeah. Question. How many, how many new cameras did you use? <laughs> At that point in time, I had one new camera. That's, I had two new cameras. Uh, we have a super chat from Chelakong Power. Hello, Dave. It's nice to see you. You <laughs> asked, when will Henning make a Yacht Rock drum programming course? Henning? In what? Is there money to be made? In what? Yacht. Yacht Rock drum programming course. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was an inside what, what joke you... with you and Dave. Sorry, that's just gone straight over my head. Um, Dave wants free pizza. There, that I, that I can connect to. That I understand. That's nice and easy for someone like me. Is Dave? Is Dave? Is Dave on the weed? I don't know. He could be in one of those places where you can be. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. He might be on the marijuana. Ooh, um, sophisticated joke. Nice one. Apparently, yacht. We're going to sound like idiots now. Apparently, yacht rock is a thing. Yeah, ro yacht rock is. Uh, I learned today that clown rock, core is a thing. <laughs> What's perfecto? The thing, can you educate us a little bit? Clown core is a thing. I'm glad you said that. Okay, perfecto. What is it? Yeah. Soft rock. Soft rock. Yeah, REO Speedwagon. Uh, oh, yeah, Steely yeah, Dan, like, Christopher Cross, if, David's educating like us as well. Colada, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, course, yeah. The next course that's coming out is uh, 80 studio drummers. So that's along those lines, yes. <laughs> Porcaro? Maybe, maybe there's still a chance to kind of rename it. We have Porcaro, Steve Gatt, uh, Kenny Aronoff, Phil Collins... Uh, those uh, uh, Stuart Copeland, we cover all that stuff. Nice. Can we get, can we go back to the multi tools now? Aspect. <laughs> you don't want me to make any money. Do you? <laughs> also, I'm educating people like no one in the world about how to program drums in a realistic way, so that Glenn doesn't have to bitch about program drums. You're doing Andy a service. Is, Andy is against education. No, no, that's no. what he's doing. He wants no. to talk about multi tools, not educating people and making people smarter. And he is pro dumb and con education. I don't think I'm, so. I think I'm con you. I sent you the thing about clown core, by the way. <laughs> oh, God, stop sending me stuff. We're actually in a chat together. You could just say it. 
I can't say a link. <laughs> WWE. I'm not gonna, what do you what do you want me to do? Watch the video in during the podcast? No. Like... Oh, you could, but all I'm saying, you you were interested. I as a friend, because apparently for me, you know, oh. how you used to... Oh. Sorry, that was Henning the friend, not Henning the destroyer. Destruction of my sanity that we're, you know, the, the professional that we're talking to right now. Hey, it that was wasn't my friend me who waited 55 episodes to invite my friend, okay? It wasn't me. <laughs> if I had a podcast, wait, I did. Yeah, that's the point. What, by the way, what happened to your podcast? I've, I've never, I never was filled into that. Let's, uh, uh, let's do by Bora Burn, shall we? Let's do that. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, sh should we do that? I'm, oh, I've accidentally deleted the by Bora Burn video. Do, oh, oh dear. <laughs> It's not going well today. About it. We buy the course. I'm sorry. There's no other no, way. The course, the course is absolutely not part of the option this week. What do you mean? Definitely not. Not unless I'm getting <laughs> a cut. And First if I'm all, not getting a cut, you're not having it. Illegal, it's digital content. Buy, borrow, or burn. <laughs> you can't borrow it. That's illegal. You can't burn it. It's digital. So the only option is buy the damn course. Yeah. Buy the course or I get out. I leave. I leave right, right now. Screw this. We're, screw this. We're having the bloody multi-tools back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can burn them because what are they, they, will, they will melt. They there you will. go. They, yeah. They will, yeah, yeah. Right. This week, picks of the week. Yeah. We've got the Fender 51 from Fender Japan. Who are they? Nobody knows. We've got the new limited edition Ibanez <laughs> multi-tools in uh, dual blue, which is purple, metallic pink, which is pink, and number three carbon fiber pattern, which is carbon fiber. We've also got the three series JHS pedals the new ones, which, if I remember correctly, is a hall reverb, a flanger, and a phaser, and some shitty little drum course. So, um... <laughs> the best investment in your future is clearly the drum course. <laughs> I am going to guess Dan's. Okay. And then we'll 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 play a little game like that somehow. I'll guess guess I'll guess Dan's first. I think Dan is going to. Buy the drum course because everybody should. There you go, Henning. Fix that. Uh, I think he's going to borrow the pedals okay. because he's curious. And I think he's going to burn the 51 Fender. Oh, no. Ibanez no, no, no. tools are in his desk somewhere, so we don't need to talk about those. Any, any Anything close? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, oh dear. I think I I probably I borrowed the course from Henning because at the moment I have no reason to kind of program drums. I, I'm I'm buying my little. You're not getting it. I'm I'm, I'm buying my daughter. You buy a, the damn course. A drum buy kit. Right now. I want to see you buy it right now. <laughs> Go to the website. Buy it right now. All right. No. So <laughs> I. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm 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 buying my daughter a drum kit. So I need to, not to she program can learn from drums. the course. No 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 no. She needs to learn it like from scratch from a real drummer and not a programmer. You know, and Felix is a great drummer, but it's not a learn how to drum like Felix course. It's like it's learn how to program either. like Henning based on how Felix is playing it. So I'm borrowing the course, I'm burning the pedals because I'm not really the pedal guy. What but if what if the pedals okay. had Perfecto's face on them like that? Well, then then <laughs> they are they are they, then they would be a day one pre order a dopo. Hang on, then I'll Day go on. I'll go on the whole three. reverb. There you are, and then we'll. 
Okay. Yeah, there you go. I tell you, we'll stick another one over there just for good luck. Ooh. I'm going back. The Perfecto JHS uh, 3 Series. <laughs> okay. See, I'd buy I'm that get for a dollar. They spark, they spark creativity. You can put stickers on them and you can paint them. It's just like, that's cool. So you're going to borrow the course, Dan. <laughs> you're going to because I'm not you're going to burn the pedals. What are you buying? Yeah. You can't buy the multi tool, so you're buying the Fender. Uh, actually, no, no, no. I, I've got them in my desk, so so that's out of the equation. Actually, I, I think I I I'm not buying the Fender. I, I, okay, I'm I'm buying the fucking course. Do it right now. I am. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, give me the money. I'm I'm, I'm borrow. <laughs> I don't have money with me. I'm borrow, I'm borrowing the Fender just to see how the quality is because usually the made in Japan Fenders they are pretty good. And I like those quirky designs, but I'm still a bit torn if I like it or not. And I'll just burn the pedals because my pedal board's already full. I've got no no space for them anyway. So those would be my picks. <sighs> Shep- <laughs> so uh, shall we do it like in circles? So Perfecto is kind of guessing what Henning would do or? Sure, why not? All right, come Which on. of the Perfectos am I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, this a, one. Who's the real perfect? Me. Oh, uh, me. We are. I am. Okay, Henning is going to um, borrow the fender. I'm just going to buy a hundred of those multi tools in every color. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> and. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to burn anything. Can't burn the course because he's in it. You know what he's going to burn? All the money is burning with the drumming course. There. Okay. There you go. There you go. That's that's my guess. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) You're welcome. Just to find out, we're making fun of the course. 55 episodes of this guy pushing Ibanez and pushing Ibanez and saying Ibanez, Ibanez, Ibanez. No one's making massive fun of him. But I I once say, hey, by the way, here's a product that's actually better than any Ibanez you've ever owned. And I get made fun of. But Just Henning, the, the thing is, Dan, Dan doesn't say buy Ibanez. Dan says, here are some Ibanez products that exist. Do with that information as you will. exist. <laughs> All right. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I vote that we have three perfectos in every show from now on. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold amazing. on. Oh, oh, you're reading tea leaves. Since, since we are uh, self-promoting. <laughs> What's that? Hang on. <laughs> A perfecto de Castro mugs. Nice. Because everybody, which I, which I which I have and wear. He also has practice a makes perfecto. Yeah, I have that shirt. Um, I have to wrestle it from every member of my family who likes to wear it. Also, so that's how good that shirt oh. is. <laughs> yeah, it has the Ferris family uh, badge of honor. Yeah. I, I'm um, not saying you. I'm not saying you should buy it. I'm just drinking from it. <laughs> Damn you! Everything tastes better from that mug. <laughs> right, as we're doing self-promotion. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, if everybody else can do it, why can't I do it? My bloody channel. We're on my bloody channel. On. and I, look, Hang on. I'm, I'm there. I'm in the middle now because I'm the most important for this section. Um, 
Is anyone in... still watching this, by the way? I wouldn't. Henning, we've had more viewers in this episode than we've had for the past six episodes. <laughs> um, anyway, in this box are four new Guitar Geek merchandise, which are limited to four, forever and for always, and they are made by SJ, who is the wife <laughs> of Fergie and France, who's in the chat. Um, wow. So these were sent to me, and you are not going to believe this. They are going to be on sale, but the money is all going to go towards charity, because Henning, that's the kind of person I am. And I'm just going to unwrap them just here. What? Sorry, don't talk over. Don't talk. Don't talk over me. Don't. That's, that'd be rude. You, you, the world is not ready for this. Um, it's coming towards Christmas. You need some way to decorate your Christmas tree. What better way than an Andy Ferris guitar geek Christmas tree decoration? Oh wow! <laughs> Charity's going to be so happy about wow. that. I think that's a lot of hair. Look yep. at these. Aren't wow. they phenomenal? Now, I say there are four available. There's only three because I'm keeping one. Um, how much? Well, I thought we'd do it on a bid. Um, so I don't know how we're going to operate that yet. But um, I think that's that's worth a lot of anybody's money for charity. What charity? charity? Don't tell me it's going to kids. <laughs> I feel slightly uncomfortable telling you where it's going now. Kids, huh? No, kids it's going to a. Sorry. Kids with like some kind of illness. Uh, yeah, the illness of not being alive. Uh, the the charity is Sans Charity, which is the neonatal charity for, for babies that were not quite born and didn't make it into the world, and is very dear to me and my family. I'm just going to watch Henning whilst he squirms a little bit over this now. <laughs> um. Yeah, sorry for that, mate. But that's where the charity is going to. Sands, um, I can't remember what Sands stands for, it, but it's very dear to me, or my, my, my family, I should say. We're going to raise as much money as we can. Henning is now going to buy one of these. I was going to anyway, but it's supporting the mothers? Um, it's actually supporting uh, the families, the mothers, of course, the, yeah, yeah, okay. the, the families and everything to do with what happens when your child doesn't quite make it into the world. And... I know this podcast is not taking a very serious moment, but let's do it for a second. They're great. They help my family a lot. And um, my family wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't without this organization. So SJ made these and they've got a guitar on the back and you need them. I will put details of how to do this in every one of Henning's video for the next six months. So, yeah, I, I think they're funky. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. The hair is spot on. It's scarily good. <laughs> yeah. So um I think it's Henning's chance to pick my picks of the week. I'm sending you money for my ornament. You I haven't told you what the price is yet. It's a bidding thing. Oh, they're not ornaments, <laughs> by the way. They're they're fronaments. There we go. Hang oh, on. Thanks, wow. there, Valerius saved my butt once again. Um, Tomfish, it is not my real. It's not my real hair, although it looks like it could be. I'm thinking limited edition for 2022 because I've learned from Dan. Limited edition real hair for ornaments. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put them. I don't know how we're gonna auction them off, but some some way. Um, yeah, 
All right. Well, once mine, I just sent you money. Did you? <laughs> and I don't, I don't even have a Christmas tree. I'm not allowed to have a Christmas tree in my house. That is an episode unto itself. Ryan Burke is now sending me stuff. What the heck is going on? <laughs> can't, he can't have my ornament. That's mine. He doesn't have the, the chat link. It's a video of him and me at Henning's house. And I am not sharing that publicly. Um, <laughs> what I get here? Uh, Henning, you need to choose for me the picks of the week because then we've got to get on to um, the main subject of the week, which is interviewing okay, Henning. You're going to burn that guitar because it's ugly and has no locking tuners. Um, right. You're going to obviously buy the course because you can use all the education in the world. Um, especially on how to invite your friends earlier to your podcast, which you're not being taught in the course, but you should be. And um, you're going to borrow the multi-tool just to check if like, it handles differently in a different color. No, but I like your thinking. For, for, for science, just for science, I'm going to burn the multi-tool to see which color burns the best. And if when they burn, they burn with a different effervescence. Um, but just for science, okay? Not because I, I dislike them in any way, shape, or form. I think they're brilliant science. What? what are they scented? <laughs> scented. <laughs> like the, one smells like grape, one smells yeah, like absolute, pink, pink abso grapefruit. Oh, okay. no, uh, absolutely, sure. The carbon smell. A carbon like you know maybe oil or something like a nice <laughs> no you know, of course not shop. of course not because then when you burn them you'd have like you know scented multi-tool that would be good no no i'm i'm into no. that okay. right 2022 dan make it happen yeah uh, i'll, I'll make a note for, for, for the lineup in two years i'd buy the fender <laughs> henning but only about 500 quid and what's left to borrow i borrow the jhs pedals for a little go on them yeah the what are we what are you going to do with the course what course <laughs> <laughs> You you do know I already sent you the links for free, right? You already you already have access to the course. I I conveniently forgot that. But when you say free, it means I actually have to do something with that free link, um, such as buy some more popcorn. Yeah, go and make a video about it. Learn some. It's a really people. It's a really good course. That's why we're able to to mock you because it actually probably is a really good course just like the first one yes. and Felix is cracking so yeah this one's even much better I've heard I've seen the trailer I've heard some of the sound samples it sounds amazing we're doing that thing where we try to anti-market it that's what I'm doing you see anti-marketing it which makes you buy it ah. uh, who's left Perfecto I got to no someone's got oh, a yeah. guess for I got, I got a guess for Perfecto right yep okay so perfecto um you are not the guy to burn any instruments so i'd suppose you would buy the fender borrow the pedals and the multi-tools <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
But I, I actually think I already sent him the link. Yeah, that's well. that's a point. Like you already got you already got the, the the drum course, so there's no point in that. Yeah. So yeah, no, you you probably buy another multi tool because you're a man of style and fashion, and you burn the pedals because you already have a vast collection of pedals. <laughs> man of style and fashion. I'm a nurse. Um. Yeah, that's that's pretty close because. Uh, like the pedals, I'm I'm not a big modulation fan, and I prefer to play dry. <laughs> I've, no, <laughs> come on, Mr. come on! There's a brand Excuse new Wah coming out, by the way, which is absolutely amazing, and uh, I hooked Perfecto up with the uh, video for it. So because they said, "Who's good for Wah?" I'm like, no one better than the Asian Kirk Hammett. <laughs> I know. I I knew exact. Well, actually, it took me a while to realize that that was the reason why you you sent me to those guys. <laughs> and then when I did, it's like, ah, oh, damn it! But he's right. Did Did they send you fifteen of them? <laughs> it actually is several in one. We were yeah. not going to go, but it's actually pretty pretty cool. Yeah, All right, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I would have a punt at that, at that fender, um, just you know, just to see what it's like. Um, buying it since Dan says that it holds value, you know, if if I don't like it, I can easily flip it. So I could be five hundred. That, that kind of works. Five hundred, five hundred, and one of those fronaments. You got a deal. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, and five yet because and, the money is out. And five hundred <laughs> more for your charity. When you, when you, thank you, perfecto. When you say you sent me money, do you mean yes. you sent me a PayPal thing that I now have to yes. check live on the show, which requires yes. me to do Just something? Just making okay. sure you got it. Don't tell people what it is, because I want my ornament, fraudament. <laughs> What's weird is that you can say it and I can't. How weird is that? Fronament. Fronament. No, I can't Fronament. say it. Fronament. It's a Christmas um, I have an I have an idea, gentlemen. What about Mr. Gugu Ibanez multi tools? Oh. What is he talking about? Gugu motifs on ah, I have an in now because the new uh influencer relations lady they they changed people is actually good. Okay. Um, I will have, by the way, my own line of Mr. Google uh, stuff coming out. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> it it's all gonna be animals with unicorns and stuff, uni noodles, all that stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, that could be. They have pillows now, which are but ugly. That's why they're on Leslie's couch, and she hates it. <laughs> I have a pizza pillow. Beautiful. Um, check my Instagram. Uh, Ibanez, Mr. Google. I mean, like a multi-tool with a cat that throws up a rainbow. Something like that, yeah. Perfect. Nice. Yes. And it smells yeah, of rainbow. <laughs> and if you flip one of the tools, it, that becomes the tail. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. We'll sell See, three of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all going to buy one. That's four. Yeah. <laughs> also, Andy, Andy's going to buy one. The um, Andy Bungert. Um, definitely got that name wrong. Oh dear, Andy Bunga um, sounds very German. Yeah, yeah, German. <laughs> uh, okay, well, 
Wait, um, wait, excuse me. Because what? now, I'm sorry, we talked about it. We talked about it. What? I don't what? know. Just going to see if I have it. What are you doing? Pitching the idea? The uni noodle. I don't think I have it. No, okay. Damn it. Oh, no, no, don't do that. No, no, don't, don't plug don't your it. bloody t-shirts. Right. Uh, Fergie in France is the <laughs> husband and um, part-time joiner of SJ that made the Fronaments. And he's got a video about the Boss Katana, which is a floor version, where he took it out of the amp and made it into a floor amp. And you should all go and watch it, because it's brilliant. And I've seen pictures of that. I wish I'd thought of it first. Might rip him off at one point. Um, yeah, okay, well, um, I don't really know how polite way to do this. But I perfecto. I don't want to give them all the perfecto yeah. in this show, so I want to yeah, keep. So I want to. I want to keep was, you for the fourteenth. Is that okay? I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say. I'm gonna get back to work now. All right. <laughs> Enough procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to chatting to just one of you on the fourteenth of December. Um, it's like Mysterio. You don't know yeah. who the real perfecto is, right? So texting me. I'm getting rid of that one. I'm getting rid of that one. There he is. <laughs> Bye, Perfecto. <laughs> Thanks, man. We will see Perfecto again on the 14th. But um, we're going to give Henning his guest pre-roll and then talk to Henning. How about that, Dan? Sounds great. What? What? <laughs> so... I thought we were done. The man, the myth, the person who is my friend, or used to be, Mr. Henning Pauly, welcome to the show. Episode 55. I find possibly one of the best numbers you could be on. I mean, why 50, 1 through 54, pointless shows. 55, now we're talking. Does that make it better? Did I fix it? Damn it. If it had been 42, I could have forgiven you. Because then you would have said, well, we wanted you to be on 42 because blah, 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 blah. 50, this is just a useless number now. This is just an, I feel like an afterthought, which is fine. I, I'm not an important person, but I thought in your life, I held a little bit of a more important place in your heart. Well, but I wanted to wait and, I wanted to wait until you'd released a second drum programming course so that we could push it. <laughs> That's the real reason. Timing, timing is crucial. <clears throat> That's just, yeah. you know, he's a pro. He's a pro. You, you'd know that if you bought Henning's course. So, Henning, Dan, <laughs> we are here to talk about something that I'm not, I've had, dear viewer, dear listener, I've had severe trouble um, connecting <laughs> myself with today's topic. <laughs> it's not a disclaimer. It's the fact that I'm either dumb as hell or I literally speak a different language to everybody else right now because I have no idea, I had no idea how we were going to approach today's subject tactfully. So I'm going to pass you over to my co-host and dear friend, Dan, to explain it. <laughs> it's very easy. Everyone lies. Oh, no, that's right. always, it's always lupus. Anyway, Dan, what is today's, <laughs> what's today's subject? Please help me out here. <laughs> yeah, we, we went with why do everyone loves gearless um, because uh, throughout the course of the week we kind of stumbled across a couple of last week we stumbled across a couple statements from uh, reverb and from youtubers that kind of claim that guitar x is sold x times and guitar y is sold y times and we kind of 
you know, since since you guys have some sort of behind the scenes knowledge through your affiliate program, through your contacts with business partners, and I have some some insights as well from the sales perspective, uh, we kind of came to the conclusion that that all of these lists have one in common: you got to take them with a bucket load of salt. And that was the point where we kind of where we came to that or into that discussion where we thought about okay, why do those lists even exist? Like, what's the value? Why are they out there? Why do people seemingly gravitate towards those lists and like those? Why are those videos clicked all the time? I think it's it's one of the clickbaitiest thing clickbaitiest things you can do to kind of do some sort of list. I mean, even in, in television, you've got like the top. The, the charts like top 20 songs from the 90s these are the most boring shows but i love so many shows. people are yeah, yeah there you go so many people i also have this. to yeah. stick around i mean i think some of the reasons is that you stick around to at least number two to say well that's not number two but that should be number three and number one that's never number one but it's kind of in the vein of the greatest guitar solos of all time etc etc or greatest guitar players I mean, Henning and I, we, 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 I can speak for both of us when we say you have to do something to get people to click your links. Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> you can't just do the visuals. You got to give some. You can just put a content. photo of yourself on there. Yeah, you're right. But, no, um, no. but yeah, um, I, before, before we continue, I'd like to sort of misquote somebody, and that is the marvelous Jack Conti, who is or was the CEO of Patreon and part of the band Pomplamoose and the artist Jack Conti. And he said, paraphrasing now, that when you're creating content and creating uh, also art, uh, and then marketing that art, that you've got to decide what your passion is, and the line that you're not willing to cross. And then everything else is just packaging. So I've really sort of stuck by that recently about loving they're doing things that I love to do. And then thinking, well, I'm not going to go as far as saying like, I love fuzz pedals, for example. So I love doing fuzz pedal videos, but I'm not going to ever say this is the best fuzz pedal in the world because that's crossed the line of, I don't believe there is such a thing. Mm -hmm. But then I might write- When the next fuzz pedal comes and you like that more, then that's the best next fuzz pedal. And all of a sudden, and that day you play a different fuzz pedal and it's a cool fuzz pedal. You're really having fun. All of a sudden, that's the best fuzz pedal. You do that four times. I don't believe anything anymore that you're going to say because you're just going to say it's the best thing all the time. Exactly. So that's why I said I wasn't. I wouldn't say that. But you could have a video that says, is this the best fuzz pedal of all time? Volume well, three? that is a question. Yeah. Come on. That's the same. That's the same thing. That's I know. Magic. I'm just saying. That's... I'm just saying. That's a line I won't cross. So that's um, right. that brings us to today. The the topics of these top guitars and top pedals and stuff. Also, I'm not above doing one of these top lists. I'm not looking down on these lists. I have some favorite pedals I've been stocking over the year that I might even do a favorite pedal list. But it's my favorite. Doing a top list? Did you say you're not above doing a top list? <laughs> what i heard <laughs> so when you asked why we had to wait until episode 55 there's your answer <laughs> <laughs> we had to wait until dan was physically in the room with you so that you can delve out punishment <laughs> in case it's necessary um yeah i'm not above doing these own. lists i have <laughs> and even adult <laughs> I have some favorite <laughs> pedals of the year, but that's my favorite pedals of the year. It's not necessarily yeah. what I'm saying is the best. Um, and that's, the, that's the video series I once did. I did my favorite overdrives, my favorite uh, 
uh, delays my favorite there was no my favorite fu- maybe there was my favorite fuzzers i don't know i think it was an empty video empty list <laughs> <laughs> but i did please do, if you haven't done that do that <laughs> the shortest hp video ever but the thing is for people like us there can't be a the best because we don't have all the pedals that came out during the year we don't have all the guitars we have a certain part of what was released during the year so i would never say it's the best of anything because i literally i don't have the new jhs pedals i can't say if one of them isn't the best something that i've ever played and what is best that's the biggest question yeah i mean to some degree some 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 of these articles kind of determine best by oh what's that so we have a artist merge. Henning, this is important. I've been told by his boy Spencer that he loves your hoodie and he has to buy him one. Well, then go to Henning's video and use the promo code HP. 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 Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, all good, all good. Uh, that the question was how to qualify best, and I think uh, some of the articles kind of use uh, sales metrics as some part of to determine what is best. But uh, we discussed this already uh, before the show. I have quite quite a problem with, uh, for instance, the Reverb article that states um, or that that claims to determine what are the best sold guitars and then everyone from our bubble of the guitar world is kind of referring to that article when there are so many like integral problems with, with such a with such a list and uh, that that it's it's it isn't even worth like the the paper or the, the digital paper that's that it's written on because it's it's so arbitrary unless it's an ibanez of course because no, then, the, then the metrics not, are completely true no no no, true. no 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 not even not independently from from the brand but it's just like you know i come from a statistics background and when i see that someone is kind of um how they claim they claim uh, the total order count so they uh they reflect on orders from brick and mortar stores they reflect on orders from used guitars and um like the the reason is there's so many wrong about such lists that that I have a hard time to even even read that I don't I don't I can I re, I can read it I can digest it but it's it's really hard for me to to even determine what is this list good for. Um, let let's let's do this. You talk about the specific thing on reverb, which I think we can talk about what sure. reverb claimed. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the reverb guy. I'll okay. be the 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 voice of the opposite uh, right. of opposition. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> so now here's here's a, one one of the main parts where I have an issue with is that reverb is um, is not referencing any serial number. So one guitar can be sold multiple times, and that means, and this is a, a problem because it, it's kind of a distortion. That let's let's take a, a guitar. You have a lemon of a guitar. It's a very bad guitar. It's like a Monday production. So it's really bad. So one guy buys it on let's say on a on an, on a brick and mortar shop on reverb has it for two weeks, hates it, resells it as a used instrument on reverb. Another guy buys it, hates it. Again, sales on reverb. This guitar, it's getting flipped four or five times, and this counts as five sales. Are five guitars being sold? Of course not. It's the same lemon that's been sold, but ultimately it will rank very high in that in that hit list. And this is something that's just, it's wrong. It's so wrong. It, it hurts. So, but okay, you're calling it a hit list. First of all, Andy doesn't know what that is. Yeah, like a chart list. So here's what I did. In preparation for this, this afternoon, I called my friend at Reverb. 
And I threw these things at him. I said, what's it with these numbers and your lists and you're claiming, I mean, Reverb says the, 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 the PRS Silver Sky sold more than any U.S. Fender, all the U.S. Fenders combined. And he said... No, 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 single, single based. So they have the series, they say like Fender Player Telecaster oh, okay, then any or single, the American okay. or Affinity, Affinity Telecaster. So here's the thing. I fully trust what he says. They're making statements about their numbers. Mm -hmm. And those numbers are very likely correct. Absolutely. No, no, no one no is doubting that. That, that they have no interest in fudging the numbers. No, not um, at all. So, and then I said, well, what if, what if the same guitar, what if the same Silver Sky sold three times? I mean, mm -hmm. someone might buy it from a brick and mortar, so especially the Luna Ice or whatever, mm -hmm. and then flip it for more money. That counts as two sales. And he yeah. said, absolutely, we can't account for that. But I think the danger is not in what Reverb's doing. Reverb's saying, these are our numbers. Of course, yeah. The danger is if then someone goes and boasts themselves with those, if PRS, which they're not, was going to go like, look, our guitar sold more than anything else. Mm -hmm. If PRS were to go saying, we have the best uh, signature model sales of the year. Uh, wait a second. On Reverb, and you have to consider resales which they're not going to do. They're going to say, we have the best-selling signature guitar. They're not going to say where, resale, blah, 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 yeah. what country. So all these factors are important. But then, of course, companies go and they present that stat because they're very, very happy. Uh, Robert Keeley, dear friend of mine, great guy, does a lot with Reverb. He does a lot with Reverb, which is why probably people buy his stuff more than on Reverb, just like Chris Jupiter sells a lot on Reverb, more than probably... You know, Chris is involved with Reverb sells a lot there, more than Boss is, which mm -hmm. means that he's probably percentage-wise for the size of his company rather high compared to Boss. But Robert does a lot with Reverb, and his Compressor Plus, I think, is the best-selling pedal on Reverb. Now, if he then goes and says, look, we're the best-selling pedal, that, of course, is good advertising for him. But the Reverb stat only says his pedal is the best-selling pedal this year doesn't say anything about how these stats came to be, whether it's uh, used, resold, whatever. But of course, he is very proud of it and posts this on social media saying, look, we did a good job. But is I think it's what the companies will do with, the, with that stat, especially when it comes to Reverb. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's no other information because they use it as advertising. Mm -hmm. We did well this year. We have the best selling pedal. Um, same with any other list. We made it to the best of list. Best of list what? Mm -hmm. Who made the list? How is it quantified? And I think that's what we're talking about, that these lists need. You need a lot of background knowledge. You don't know if one of the Silver Skies was sold seven times and counts as seven guitars. Mm -hmm. Not saying, by the way, that it's a bad guitar. I hear it's a very good guitar. But that's like, kind of why you... we're here, isn't it, Dan? It's it's we're talking about how to interpret this information and what you Correct. just said, Henning, yep. is, is a company can take anyone can take any numbers and bend them to their truth, and that goes <laughs> for any subject in the world. And we've obviously um, we've all been subject to that over the past two almost three years now. <laughs> that numbers can be pushed to anyone's argument. Um, yep. So, so with the reverb sales, exactly the point. We don't know how many guitars were sold. Was it one? Was it five? We don't know. But yeah. 
the point is how you interpret that information. And if someone then takes that info, as you've said, Henning, and uses it as a marketing tool, somebody on the customer side could be misinformed. And hopefully, I mean, I hope that especially like the the media and the journalists are not just picking up that information and kind of copy and paste what what has been said. I, but I, that's exactly what's happening. That that's that, exactly that is the point. What's yeah, happening. that that is exactly why we're talking about that because that journalistic duty and kind of skepticism towards duty. He said duty. Duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's being what's being presented by others? There's no real like judgment or re-evaluation of, of that that data and uh, i mean we talked about several other points i think you brought one very important point up if you take a small company that heavily relies on a, a third-party platform like reverb it is for them it is much more important and also much more in terms of the the percentage of their sales that are being realized on Reverb is much higher so basically their pedals will have a higher share of of the overall sales but it doesn't necessarily reflect the the actual market because other brands. Let's take we're in the pedal segment. Let's take JHS or Boss. They have a whole infrastructure. They have distributors. They have dealers that they work with. So then they don't heavily rely on reverb. And I mean, there's no right or wrong. That's their their business approach. But reverb is only reporting a fraction of what is actually going on in the market. But reverb doesn't need talking from the side of reverb reverb doesn't claim anything like that no 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 no. reverb sure. just says these are our numbers yeah it yeah. is then how a brand which is of course proud of being in those numbers yeah, yeah. goes and communicates that um and if we i mean i don't know how far far we we, we would i mean at some point we're gonna go there anyway um, <laughs> um some uh, uh Let's let me see how I can phrase that without getting into real trouble. Um, do we need do we need a little a little break a little uh, a little moment for you or are you, are you no, good? We're, we're good. I'm good. Um, okay. So uh, last year in on one of the lists, uh, the Ref G20, I think, yeah, the G20, uh, I think, was on top of the list, and I commented and I said, "Well," and, and they were like, "Oh, look, 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 we're on top of the list," and you know, the list was the best amps in the world right now. And I had a problem with that because that's, that's a massive statement. That's a very dangerous statement. The best, whatever best amps is, but if you say the best amps in the world without giving any price range mm -hmm. or the best amps in the world right now with the eye out, which of course, actually at that point in time, it probably was one of the best amps in the world. Bang for the buck, fully agreed. But without any other qualifier, the best amps in the world that came out in 2020. Okay, um, you look at the list. It was a suspicious list, and th they were of course very happy that their amp was on top of that list. So they took that achievement and published it and said, "Look, our amp." And they were all happy. Our amp. Uh, the two notes posted it, and Rev posted it because both companies have a stake in this amp. But then I looked at the list, and there were very low budget amps in there, some of which I have tested. And in my own evaluation of the amp, it's it's nowhere, not nowhere, nowhere near best, not even in its price range. Mm -hmm. But if we if we were to say best amps under 500 bucks, yes, of course, throw it in there. That company that also won, I think, spot number six in that list, uh, did not boast with it, didn't post it anywhere. 
that happened. They were there. And I said, well, it's kind of weird because that company was advertising on said page. And it seemed like a lot of the big advertisers and banner advertisers were part of the list. Some of them were not. Rev, for example, did not advertise on the page. Mm -hmm. So either they threw it in as a alibi amp or they threw it in because it generally is a good amp. But it was a weird list to me, given that during that year, Soldano came back. Mm -hmm. Soldano was bought by Boutique Amps Distribution. They re-released the SLO 100, a beast of an amp, a classic of an amp, and any list of the best amps in the world right now, released in 2020, uh, that doesn't have a Soldano on it, that doesn't have a Friedman Twin Sister on it. I get it. They're more expensive amps, but we're talking about a list that says, here are the best amps in the world. What's absent from that list are amps from that company who makes Soldano and Friedman. And what's absent from the page is advertising by that company. So we're um, back to the guitar magazine old formula where a guitar magazine would review a product and then lo and behold, the next page is a full page spread ad for that product. I, I would never claim that any of those companies call them up and say, look, we're advertising with you. So no. you have to put our amp in the list. If they did that, then of course they would boast with it, which they didn't. They, uh, I would never say that. Um, and Alternatively, Henning, it could have been someone who was an intern or someone who was just putting a list together, <laughs> didn't know that someone like you or like us, because I was also pretty passionate, is so passionate about this because that's what we do with our time. We, we define these things. And when someone puts through a list of the best, and not that we disagree with what the best is, it's always about the ethics of how that's put together uh, and these lists. And again, that data being interpreted um you in particular are extremely passionate about what's right and what's wrong and that was questionable yeah inviting me as number 55 wrong <laughs> very so right. passionate about that shit so right <laughs> uh, i've got a comment from music a comment from music therapy last who says today's industry journalism is mostly hype marketing and some good info and why people have turned to youtube and influencers like you guys to get better info uh thank you i'm gonna take that as a compliment but also don't forget that there are some people on youtube and other platforms that will take money for positive reviews i will 100 percent say really? i'm not one of them and neither is henning yes don't wind me up on this <laughs> that that's a whole other conversation that is another conversation i just wanted to bring it up don't you know i guess we should have maybe called this um this episode something like be careful what you read or buy beware or you know don't be dumb Let's go or, back to or... what you said. i think it's very important you said it could be an intern who wrote that who yes. uh naively said oh i like these or who naively said I like those three amps, but we need seven more. Who's advertising with us? Because boss yeah. said, let's do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, I'm not saying that any of the advertisers forced them to. No. But it's a business. This guitar page, we're not saying who, is a business. And they want to make sure that the advertisers are happy. It's, it's just very blatantly obvious when I'm going to say a name, and I love my guys from Fender. Okay, I love those guys. But when a Fender LT25 practice amp, which is a decent practice amp for 160 bucks is on the best amps in the world right now. There was a, I think the ID core or something from Blackstar. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying these are bad amps. 
I'm saying they belong on. I'm the ID Core they... is not a good amp. I've said it. Say it again. <laughs> I, the ID I Core cannot... is a bad amp. I can't. I don't know. I haven't played one. That's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, I should delve deeper on that. It's not as good as Blackstar say it is. Sorry. So my point is, oh, trouble, Andy. You're in trouble. <laughs> Screw it. No, I'm, in. In, like, I'm in. I'm in it. Heat, but I mean. <laughs> oh God, this is why I didn't want to do this. Shut up, Andy. <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm going to save you. So the point is. If there was a list of best practice amps in the world right now, number one, Spark, no question about it. But obviously, there's the Yamaha and there's the LT25. And the, it's, at some point, I don't even know, does Ibanez have one? No, probably not. And if it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be good. So <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have locking tuners. Okay? Yeah, no, 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 no. So yeah, there you go. All the, I, I got to make a confession. Ibanez does not produce a single amp with locking tuners. Well, you should. <laughs> 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 that's the thing they're going to come up with an amp and it's literally going to have logging tuners on it still most of the guitars not <laughs> that was so, fun, so funny they had so the, the they had the tone lock series which technically is locking tuners for pedals yeah that's right can we move on so the point is if there was a you started it best practice amps yes i'm fully with them but best amps in the world right now giving all amps that came out in 2020 um, here's a friend here, LT25, no Soldano. I'm not saying the Soldano is, I mean, it, 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 I mean, come on, it's a freaking Soldano. Um, but it was just a weird list that suspiciously looked like a lot of the, not all of them, but a lot of them were advertising on the page. There was two victory amps. Uh, I think there was a, what are the, not Corn, Corn something? Not Cornford, the other one. Cornford, yeah. One that, no, 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 one that Harry has, Cornell. Cornell, yeah. Which I don't think they, they throw a lot of advertising money. But again, it was just, I got very upset because it didn't look like a an honest list. It most certainly didn't look like a list that considers everything that's on the market right now, whether they advertise with them or not, whether they wrote about it or not. So my question is, whoever made the list, have they played all these amps? Have they, have they played more amps? Have they played some high-end amps? What were their criteria? If they put the LT25 on there, which again, as a practice amp, I think is good. Then right, it made the list because we like this. We like the price point. It's a good entry-level amp. And uh, we think a practice amp should be on the list. But yeah, there sure. was no qualification. There was just, this is one of the best amps. And as a consumer who doesn't, who maybe just started playing guitar, who came into this relatively naively, they look at a best of list and all of a sudden here's an amp from victory for a thousand bucks and here's a fender lt25 and the lt25 is number two and the victory is number four wow that must be better than a victory and without actual why they made that spot and the list is pointless without explanation if you wrote articles they would be novels um but they'd be very well <laughs> researched and i see your point i review I, I don't it's what i do exactly I, i'm not at all defending that article but i think we should move on from it because we've kind of gone around in circles now and i want to say something <laughs> um, <laughs> all right there there are a number of blogs around the internet that keep releasing 
um, best overdrive pedals of September or best fuzz pedals or best amps, best guitars. And I have contacted said blog, sorry, and asked, <laughs> do they play those pedals? And they quite openly said, no, but they were the ones that released this month. And that he made my blood boil. He didn't play. <laughs> yeah, but that's pick it's of the pick. week. That's a prediction. It's no, we're not saying it's good. It's like, yeah, that's that's funky. That's cool. Such okay, as this good. drum drum plug programming course that we've never tried. I've never seen this podcast. I have no idea how you guys do things. <laughs> well, this is the first episode. We've asked you on as our first guest. Oh, um, thank you. I'm honored. Premier. You're welcome. Yeah. My point is. <laughs> <laughs> the point I'm making is the same as you, Henning, that there's information out there on the internet which where some um, newcomer or some comp some parent even of a or, or whatever is going to buy someone for some something for someone who is totally uneducated. They're going to see these best of lists, and they're either going to buy something that's not right for them, or they're going to do something worse, which is argue something on the internet, just like we're doing, that certain pedal is better than some other pedal because it was number one on a list. And that's never going to change. The, the gear pages and stuff like that. And now Facebook is never going to change from people arguing about the most pointless stuff. However, I don't like it when organizations add fuel to that fire. And one of the reasons I started my channel was because I felt that there were too many organizations um, just giving away information because it made them money. Um, and yeah, Henning and I both get paid for our videos, for our time and, and for our good looks, but certainly not for our opinions on the product we review. Right? Not all the time. Well, for you, well, if you, let me let me jump in here. Of course, for your opinions, but not for being like... You can't buy have, that opinion. Yeah, to have a... a yeah, the opinion is not for sale. ...opinion that's already set in stone, but... I think especially from, from independent YouTubers, one of the best parts in collaborating with them is not just to receive a video that you know can promote the product if it's good, but also to get very valuable feedback because you guys are most often among the first to kind of get your hands on one of those products. And we had issues where, where there's, there was stuff that needed to be fixed and it got fixed. And I think that's a very valuable part. But um, when it comes to, to kind of facilitating stuff to kind of generalizing stuff i think it's those kind of lists are also some sort of shortcut for a lot of people because like you said yes. the beginner is always looking for help and if there's a video that says okay the five best overdrive pedals or the five best acoustic guitars or whatever then this is something that they they take as serious information and this is the point that i wanted to make is that uh media youtubers and, and everyone who's kind of creating content should be aware of the role that they have that they should not be that they should not act like a demented parrot and just repeat on and on what's being said or being published by 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 uh, parties that have like a business interest or, or any any other kind of interest to push or promote their product and instead kind of do their own research and maybe reevaluate the information that they get and then recreate something from that and and you know, let their own, let, let it sink in and then let their own opinion play a role in what they pick. So I think this is, this would be something where all of us could just highly benefit from if there was, if there was less copy and paste and more read, think, and then, you know, let the others know what your opinion is about that and, and how you see things. Absolutely. But not just, my, know, re my yeah. fear is that, um, 
every time that I release a piece of content in which I have which features a product, which is almost every day. Imagine if a brand new guitar player, someone who just has that spark of saying guitar is the best thing ever and I'm going to not pay attention at school and I'm not going to watch TV and I'm not going to go see my friends. I'm going to invest my time in guitar. And then they somehow get filtered through this piece of false information, which says this piece of crap guitar is the best thing you can buy right now. And that puts them off playing the instrument forever. That's something that goes through my head every time I do a video because we are responsible for the future of guitar, even in a, a small amount, whatever that amount may be. Um, you have to take it seriously. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's I, I, I illustrate. Um, <laughs> let's take another side. What if we right now we're saying people are not necessarily looking critically at those lists. Mm -hmm. Now, what if you do what we are doing, which is looking extremely critical at something um, and projecting our criticalism <laughs> onto the video and therefore saying it's unbelievable. So um, without, this is going to be difficult, I'll try, without naming names or brands, let's assume there was a video, the five best guitars in 2021. And it was made by a store, could be any store, okay? Many stores make videos. Now, obviously, what you as a viewer have to know is, A, they will only show guitars that the store carries. So they're not objectively the best guitars in the world. They are the best guitars in 2021 that released in 2021 that we carry. Okay, but obviously, hopefully, the viewers know that. Do they? Not always. A lot of viewers watch YouTube very naively, and sometimes they're not even very aware that they're watching a store channel, even though it's the big logo is right there. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. Then uh, you know that they try to sell something. So when I watched a video in question, I was like, yeah, look, uh, of course, three, three out of five best guitars are guitars only they carry. Why is that? Well, they say they're the best guitars. You can't buy them anywhere else. Obviously, this is, they pick those because you can't buy them anywhere. And this is, this is just a big ad. Well, duh, A, it's a store video. Obviously, it's an ad. Anyone thinking anything else um, is, is any video, on, most videos on my channel are an ad. They're just an ad with criticism, okay? Uh, yeah, buy the AZ. ES, whatever ES stands for. From my affiliate link, uh, yeah. From my affiliate, we all make money, he pays me for it, but I will still say it would be better if it stayed in tune, put locking tuning on it! <laughs> you know, and, and the thing is, he's okay with it, because hopefully at some point the Japanese listen and then we have better guitars. It's still so Henning, Henning you, have, you made a few phone calls today, is this the point yes, where it, you can share some information with us? And I called the company who made that video and said, it's a little bit suspicious that three of those instruments are not in-house brands, but brands you only carry uh, for a large area. And I said, enlighten me, who picked them? Was it marketing? Was it sales? Was it the presenters in the video? Because that makes a big difference because they had those instruments on their laps throughout the year. And if they said, oh, those are instruments that we remember and we actually like them. And at the beginning, in the discussion that, that I had with them was 
we do clarify very clearly how to quantify or uh, qualify the video. You can best is only in the title. And I think that's my pet peeve that it says best guitars. How best? All guitars were under a thousand bucks. Clearly, there are better guitars out there for more money. Um, they said there were guitars that created a bit of a buzz. Absolutely. Bit of a buzz where? Obviously, from their point of view in their bubble, mm -hmm. which is a big bubble, big store, they have social media. But if I wasn't part of that bubble, some of those picks don't reveal themselves to me. Why did they pick that? Well, you know what? I wasn't in the bubble. Um, a Fender Player Series, was a, is that the best guitar this year? You had one. I have one. I don't think it's the best guitar, but it was much talked about. It's a decent value. I would never call this the best guitar of the year, but they're fully right in saying it's, it created talk. It was a talked about guitar and uh, they, they're not bad at all. So it's doing it right now. They exactly. So they said the fact that three of them are carried exclusively by that store is a coincidence. I'm like coincidence, schmoincidence. <laughs> but then they looked at. I didn't at, know you spoke French. It's a little coincidence, a little more incidence. But then they looked at previous year's videos and told me what the best guitars of the year were. Mm -hmm. No guitars that were exclusive in all the other years. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I was unfair. I looked at the video. I was critical. I wanted to say they did this to advertise stuff to me you can't buy anywhere else. Why all of a sudden would they pick three in-house brands or, or, or exclusive brands when they didn't do it before? That's too suspicious. So maybe my my suspiciality of them uh, was, was, was wrong. Maybe that literally, they just like those, and they looked like great guitars. Um, it's just possible that they really like them. But our, that's the thing. We look at those lists and we say, those are not the best guitars. If they had called the list, guitars that stuck with us, guitars that we remember, um, guitars, guitars we really liked in 2021. I, would you have a problem with that? I wouldn't. Zero problem. They can put, they can mm -hmm. put anything in front of the camera. It's that best label. Problem is then... that gets you clicks. Mm -hmm. Then I need to refer That's to what I said at the beginning yep. about from Jack Conte about don't overstep what you that line that you won't step over do things you're passionate about the rest is just packaging. Is it down to the viewer reader listener to say oh best of that's not really a best of it's just a list of guitars that have done x y or z in this year. Which is by the way what they're saying. Some of them are in there because they've done big sales numbers some of them are in there because they were talked about a lot which, of course, puts those two guitars on a completely different level. Sure. Um, but they're in, the, they're in the same best video. So it's, yeah, it is up to the viewer to say, ah, it's not best of. But you know what? I'm going to be an ass. A lot of viewers read best. They think best. Mm -hmm. If I made that video, I would say my favorite guitars 2021. That's the difference. I, That's the difference. Because I didn't play all of them. I didn't. I, I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't play all of them. And you know what? One of them might actually potentially be an Ibanez, maybe. <laughs>
Could be. Maybe. That's why, as I said, I, I'm not against making these lists, and I, I even still plan to do some before the year is out because I've played some amazing instruments, pedals, amps this year, and they are my favorites. And people that watch this channel kind of care what I think. And Henning, the people that watch your channel very much care what you think because why else would they watch? And I mean that as a compliment. Um, no, they, are, they are entertained, but also your channel is very much... Um, trustworthy to the point where people say they hate your channel because they don't like the truth that you speak and it's, therefore uh, you have a huge responsibility this. we've talked about this a lot i get called a paid chill hmm. quite a bit because people know i'm being paid for videos and i say this in my videos i mean i'm more than open about it and it really hurts me because we've talked about this at length and we don't have to go into it but i've lost a lot of jobs because I won't take the job because I see that the company wants to put words in my mouth. I'm like, we're not doing this. Big companies, I'm like, go away. We're not doing this. It's I'm independent. We want to see the video before it goes out. No, you're not. You can want it all day, want, all day long. You're not going to. Um, so I've lost. It's, it's, a, it's a huge interest of mine to stay independent and to be able to say what I want. And if I want to sit right next to Dan and bitch about locking tunas, I need to be able to do that and still be friends. Um, but then I make the honest video and then people write under it, you're too critical. <laughs> what the truck do you people want? Do you want the page hill that says everything's great to give you an I, to, Of course, they just bought the guitar. They want to hear from me that it's the best guitar in the world. If you bought an instrument, don't watch videos about it. You do it all the time. But then you come across someone who's honest and he's telling you, you could have bought a better guitar and then you're pissed off. Spoiler alert, watch the videos before you purchase the guitar because otherwise you're just looking for justification why you bought the guitar. And then then you get mad at the reviewer when he says it's not good. You people are the worst. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry if you don't want to hear that, but I every time I get a and it doesn't it's not like it's people that watch it just to justify the purchase. It's people that watch it just to justify the purchase, hear something they don't like and then leave a comment about my hair or something just to try and, and you know upset me. You people are the worst. The worst. Amanda and uh, Valeria, they're the worst just to just to point at some people, okay? Horrible, horrible <laughs> human beings. Um I don't know. Michelle's um, kind of okay. So, um, yeah, on the one hand, they don't want a page chill and they call me a page chill all the time, which really hurts. Then you make an honest video and they don't want that either. But in in a, here are my favorite, uh, uh, I know, that's what I was going to say. We have a position where I'm pretty sure you and I, we get in contact with more instruments than Dan does. Dan yeah. is playing Ibanez all day long. He's in an Ibanez bubble. He has no idea if a guitar should have locking tuners or not. He doesn't know. <laughs> doesn't even know what locking tuners look like because he's in the Ibanez place, you know? <laughs> he's, he's never seen any. But... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just you did such an easy time right here. Um, the AZs, AZES things up. I don't know. It's fine. It's is great. That, it's d- got... Henning, would that be the Yamaha AZES or the Ibanez AZES? <laughs> <laughs> If we're if we're really picking on details and attention to those details, <laughs> to see. Moving on. So, um, <laughs> um, nobody knows what you're talking about, Andy. Um, nobody. Nobody. 
So moving on, um, but sometimes companies uh, say, hey, what do you think about this thing we want to take? We want to distribute it. We're interested in picking this up. And they actually will send me instruments. They don't want a video. They just want to have someone look at it that has a lot of instruments in different price ranges in their hands. And what often happens, actually more than not, is uh, people will blow smoke up their bums because when you're talking to a distributor, you want to be nice. Nobody yeah. critiques something. So I just talked to the distributor from, let's say, Lemon Amps. Okay? And <laughs> we don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> lemon Amps. Yeah. And um, I talked about the new amp that I re reviewed that was very honest. And he's like, I know I can trust you because you're not going to... Uh, me I'm, I, it's so difficult to be on you're really doing well of editing yourself um thank you for this <laughs> so you're not gonna you know do the thing with the, you know, bull poop me um Fair. there you go <laughs> yep um <laughs> um i have this new brand that i might want to distribute can i send you the guitars then he told me what the brand is i said oh i've got four of them that i couldn't make a video for because they were total bull poop Oh, um, I know what those guitars are. Yes. Yeah. And um, he said, yeah, these are a little bit newer. They, they fixed some things. Can I still send them to you? And he did. And I looked at them. They're much better. So we're still having talks about what needs to be improved. But they trust someone that they know is honest. To some companies, um, you know, it might be a thorn in their he's side. Down, he's if... down there. He's not over there. He's down there. Oh, all oh, right. Yeah, this guy. Um, when someone continuously harps about stupid locking tuners. But on the other hand, if he needs to know if something is really off with a guitar, then he knows where to send it because he knows I'm not going to bullpoop him. Yep. Can we. Dan, now Dan just Thoughts, just, let's just stop him for God's sake. Dan Thoughts, <laughs> appreciate your input, Henning, but also. You well, know. shut up. I, yeah. I couldn't agree more. That's, that's, that's a good point. I mean, you don't. If you, if you want honest feedback you send stuff out to the to the youtubers that rely on uh if you just need uh confirmation that your product is the greatest uh, and latest and everything then you know then probably henning's address and, and your channel is, is probably the wrong place to send stuff well on the other hand um and i hope i don't derail or digress too much uh be careful when we talk or, or talk about certain channels or the big e-retailers that, that post videos because for them it's business so they have a point they want to sell through their videos you know you guys you want to present stuff you want to give recommendations about products and it, provide some guidance so you benefit from you know affiliate programs etc but at the end of the day <sighs> your your uh your currency is credibility yes very for, much so. for a retailer their currency is turnover they they want to make euros or pounds or dollars so they do they make videos to sell immediately and to sell what they have and this is also the reason uh, to go back to to the top videos <laughs> they will not promote what they don't have in stock because where's the point in promoting something that you cannot buy from their side so it's i i totally understand that that there's that business perspective and that they do things like that but um i don't think that's the sort of information that your audience is necessarily looking for when they when they check YouTube and, and, and check certain videos for products. They want reliable and, and reliable and, and truthful information from your side. They want to have an opinion. They want to have your take because all of that is subjective. 
And uh, also, you and for instance, Andy never complains about some of the Ibanez guitars not having locking tuners, because for him it's not a problem. Let, let me clarify. Yep. Let me clarify that because the guitar that I had didn't have an issue with the tuning. Is yeah. that because Hennings did have an issue and that's a one-off? Is it because my tuners have been tuned so much that the very polished uh, finish had been worn off so it gripped a little bit more? Is it because uh, I just play guitar more skilled than Henning does? Who knows? We don't know. It could be any one of those things or a different thing. But what I will say is that, Dan, if it did need locking tuners, I would have said it. Yeah, sure. That guitar, and that's the that's the danger of only watching one channel, or only one reading one magazine, or only, I don't know, working for one brand. You don't know what's going on outside of that bubble, as Henning said and earlier. Only having one girlfriend, you know, big yeah. danger. Rock and roll was never about monogamy, but I mean, I think Andy is making mahogany, point, not just not just mahogany, no, 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 no. mahogany. <laughs> rock and roll was never about mahogany. <laughs> I have to sit this way because. <laughs> Then I'm facing Andy. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> so the point you're making is don't just subscribe to his channel, also subscribe to Andy's channel, and then you're, you're kind of set up, right? Actually, subscribe to Andy's channel twice. Yeah, especially if you don't like any of the videos, make sure to really ensure that everyone is getting your point across. Hit that dislike button twice. Good idea. Yeah. Um, you have to make sure whether the channel you're watching and both of them is totally fine, is doing demos or reviews. I am a stickler and a getter pissed offer <laughs> at channels that say we review when they don't, when they show the product, when they say, he's gone, when they say I review something and they don't bitch about anything. I mean, sometimes you, there's nothing to bitch about, but they don't turn the treble all the way up. Okay? A review is doing a critical something of everything. Um, a demo. For example, Andy Martin from Reverb. Brilliant guy. Clearly says, I do demos. It's I called Andy's... He does his own channel, Andy's Demos, or Andy Demos. There's okay. no... It's called Andy's Demos. It's a in the name. Reverb. On Reverb, he's only going to demo something because Reverb wants to sell things. Why would he make a video on Reverb where something sounds bad? And if it's demos, he shows the good sides of the pedal. If the pedal has good sides, that's great. You know, um, he can't make it sound good if it doesn't sound good. There is no faking it. What is going on here? But um, so I just read make... a, a comment from Rick in the uh, in the chat that he would like someone to do a review of this guitar, and someone probably should if they'd had it for eight months already, maybe maybe more. <laughs> Sorry, He's I so hard to get his point across, and then this happens. Demo versus review. This is what is it's extremely... like being with you, Henning. This is what it's like being Demo in a conversation with you. It's extremely important. <laughs> it's my point. Um, when a channel says reviews and demos, what is it? Are they showing you only the good sounds? Yeah. Or so what Andy and I do is we review. I always make sure when I talk to a company, when I write an email, I use the word review. And I also say, I will be critical about your product and I will critique it if critique is necessary. 
I have upset no less than four companies in the past three or four weeks um, and spent a lot of hours having to justify the fact that I released a video with some criticism in it. Um, uh, I spent a day justifying your criticism. <laughs> Henning, Henning worked really hard to, to get justice. And some, a few people made mistakes. We don't need, really need to go into it. But the point is, I will not re release a negative video unless I feel that that's the information that the public and my viewers need. If everyone, if, if, there, if some small builder sends me a pedal and it's not very good, it would be evil of me to release a video and say, oh, look at this rubbish pedal that someone made. Absolutely. That's just pure evil. But if a company mm -hmm. is releasing a pedal that many people are hyped about or there's lots of positive demos about, someone if I feel that's me at that time, needs to needs to put a point an opinion that isn't the same as somebody else. And that's what I've done and I've upset a lot of people recently. Um And we can't yeah. bend to a company if it's if it's Fender, if it's the biggest company in the world and we're like, ah, oh, we really want your business. We have no business if we bend to those companies. I, if I we have no integrity, as, as Dan said earlier. Um, I, I, I will name credibility it, is uh, our currency. That's that's a good one. Bose is a big company. Thank you. I could be the nicest guy to Bose. <laughs> what? Was it? what? I just said thank you. Dan said thank We're you. Kind. I said you're welcome. Ah, sexy. Bose is a big company. It would be very easy to be the nicest guy to Bose and say everything's great and then take their money and make videos for them. And I reviewed their L1 something system which is, I think is a decent system. And I made a mistake with one setting in the video where I played the guitar modeler. And they said, ah, oh, we don't we don't like that. You said it's not so great for guitar modelers, but you didn't set it up right. And if I made the mistake, then I have to own the mistake. So yes, I took the video down, which we very rarely do. I re-edited that part. I re-recorded it. They sent the system for me again. I re-recorded that part, but because they pointed out the functionality that I misunderstood, I learned a lot about the system, a lot more stuff. Video became 10 minutes longer and a lot more critical because I now found out what the real problem was. So they wanted, they didn't want to have a better video. They just wanted me to look at that aspect. Honestly, I did found out a lot of stuff. Video became a lot more critical, technically showed the product in a worse light. But that was then the video I released that they paid right. extra for because they made extra work. So <laughs> it doesn't matter how big the company is. Look, my first guitar was an Ibanez. My second guitar was an Ibanez. My third guitar was an Ibanez. I am in my home mecca right here. And yet I will still tell this guy to put locking tuners on the guitars. Yeah, that's a guitar I have because it's got locking tuners. Is is there a reason you're holding that guitar, Dan? You went off to get it. Uh, I fear that you no, want to no, bring it up. No, I just, oh, you just... I, I just, I just felt very comfortable with that. Uh, is it? Might, you, might also it looks like you needed that... a weapon. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel more secure with uh, locking tuners on the headset. Oh, everyone does. <laughs> dear, dear. I think um, <laughs> Henning, you've been doing this a lot longer than I have, and a dangerous part for me when I was uh, still danger, but the dangerous part for me was when I started earning money from doing what I do from YouTube reviews. And, <laughs> and I was doing a job, I was basically doing th two full time jobs, plus being a dad plus doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And companies were offering money 
for me to say things they wanted me to say. And at that point, that's when I really had to say, Andy, what, why are you doing this? What is, you know, what are your beliefs? What, are, what is that line that you're not willing to cross? And when you have to put food on the table and you're working your bum off at two, well, YouTube is, is more than a full-time job and I had a full-time job. Um, I don't know how I made it through. I mean, I have morals and that's, for me, that'll always be the moments and that year of my life when I thought, okay, I've got through that. No one is ever going to tempt me with money, with whatever people might tempt me with, uh, free fuzz paddles. I don't know. Um, a PS5 would be nice. But my point is that I think that I see a lot of YouTube channels that are regurgitating information to try and get the clicks because it is so hard now. I would not want to open up a YouTube channel in 2022 as we're coming up to because of the saturation. And if anyone's listening or watching this and you have a YouTube channel and you're getting near somewhere where you want to do this professionally, then stick by your guns. It's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be slow. Okay, I thought I'd get picked up on that. Uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be slow, but... Too easy too easy yeah it, it's as dan said i think credibility is the currency is, is the thing that i would actually summarize this episode with because it it should be for everybody unless of course the retailer is is you know sales is the currency money is the currency um well the big question is if you could be bought yes then my argument is then you couldn't be or then you wouldn't be because at the moment, yes, for a little bit, you could be bought. You could be saying it's all good, it's all good. People will pick up on that. They will find out that you will say everything is the best in the world. Yeah. Then they will stop watching. If they stop yes. watching, nobody wants to buy you. That's the point. So what I, what I tell companies is my viewers come first. Yeah. Because without the viewers, you wouldn't even be talking to me. So... If the viewers go, I have no value. If I lose the viewers, I have no value to companies I can't charge for any videos. If I lose a company that I don't work with, and I have many companies I don't work, I don't work with for certain reasons, um, then I'm okay. I can lose a company. I will still make money without others. So therefore I can say no locking tuners and then we'll figure it out somehow. But <laughs> if I didn't have, I mean, Dan likes me, I know he does. But if I didn't have any viewers, I'm just some guy to him. I'm relatively useless, except for funny jokes. So the viewers have to come first because any channel that gets found out about you're being paid, you're not being transparent about it, um, you're just peddling stuff on us and everything's the best, they might survive up to a certain point. Some At some point, the bubble's going to burst. Mm -hmm. People will see through it. And there are... There is a channel that made videos about channels that he grew up with and thought, these are my heroes. I didn't grow up with YouTube. You didn't. But kids grew up with YouTube and they had their heroes on YouTube. And at some point, this kid found out, wait, they sold me stuff the whole time, but they never said it? And started making violent videos about that because he was very hurt about being not being transparent, them not being transparent about it. Um, and he lashed out. And you can think of whatever you want about that, but I don't want that to happen to me. So therefore we need the transparency. 
um, without the viewers, we have no value. Can we, Dan, can we get your take on that as a as a person who pays people to make reviews of Ibanez gear? Yeah, of course. Um, actually, there's, there's nothing wrong at all about what Henning said. I think uh, I mentioned that previously that your credibility and integrity is, is the main point. Also, for me as a company, because I don't want to work with someone who's uh, some sort of yes-sayer to, to, to everything. You know, I appreciate diversity on the channels. I've I like if uh, YouTubers like you or like Henning have worked with several companies because then, um, you know, they are not kind of pigeonholed into being like the ha ha guy or the ha ha guy. So they, you know, there's a lot of diversity going on in the channel. And I think this is important also to get different perspectives on things. And for me, I mean, you made the point that you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be important. And, uh, I know that for a lot of companies, they don't really get what social media and YouTube is about. That might be the case. Um, but also, if you're like a smaller channel and you need to you know, bring food to the table, I think once you start selling yourself off, that's that's like the, the start of the end already. You know, that's like, yeah. that's really Find the beginning way. of your... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like your channel is just... Because at, at some point, somebody will will understand and they will get... That you are, that you've been bought, and there's there's nothing behind that. And uh, I, I mean, up to this point, there are still a, quite a few channels out there where it's pretty obvious that what they do is still very blunt promotion, you know. And and so I see it in a very critical way because I I like to stress the importance of social in social media, and I think the social aspect is being a a uh, a person with integrity and having a fan base that relies on you guys. Um, because even if, if your channel is rather small, if you have, if, if you have a, a fan base that, uh, is a hundred percent behind you, that's even worth much more than if you have a million subs, you know, and they occasionally watch that viral, that one or two viral videos that you put out that are maybe funny, but there's no real added value to me as a, from, from the company's perspective. And like I said, I need. I need the advice. For me, it's it's just a part of the puzzle, overall puzzle, to get opinions, to get reviews, also to get the message out. For instance, that there are some guitars with locking tuners. Yeah, that, that one. I have works. that one. It's a good guitar. Yeah, there you go. But um, no, no, no. Just to to make that point, it's part of the overall marketing mix, and um, I think it's an integral part. It's 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 as a company social media is a must because the old ways of, of promoting your stuff are gone um but we want to be compliant with what is good promotion and what is honest promotion so um if if a company doesn't understand it and want want to buy you or want to buy henning i think they are missing the point of what this all is about but there's a lot of companies that are really missing the point yeah but you know but it's social media it's not like it's not i pay you for I pay you for your opinion to say this is the best guitar you ever played. I pay you for your honest opinion to tell people, okay, this is maybe one of the best guitars in this year's lineup because it's got locking tuners, it sounds great, and you like the finish. It's one but... of the best guitars in this part of the room right here, <laughs> on that side of the... No, but you're, you're getting the point. Yeah. I, I want your opinion, and if, if I am behind the product, I wouldn't send you... Like, for instance, um, I wouldn't send you a product that I don't like. If there was a guitar that's part of the promotional plan uh, or that needs to be promoted and i'm not behind that i would not feel comfortable sending it to you 
I love this one so much that I didn't charge you for the video and said, can I keep the guitar instead? Yeah. And uh, I, I play it and it's, it's freaking awesome. I couldn't put it down. But the point is you did it afterwards. Yeah, there wasn't any agreement. I mean, there I played go. the guitar. I'm like, yeah. I'm not letting this one go. How can I keep it? Yeah. Let's yeah. find a deal. Yeah. One, something I want to say to the viewers is the best thing you can do, and I'm, I'm not kidding you, is make the channels that you know you can trust as strong as you can make them. Have your grandma and your grandpa and all your friends go to school. Have everyone subscribe to the channel. So Andy and me, for sure, and some others. Perfecto. Why? <laughs> because the stronger the channels are, the more power we have. At some point, a channel will reach a critical mass of viewers so that whether you like what they have to say or not, not being on that channel is just not a good idea. A lot of the big channels either don't even deal with gear and they're great channels and the people want to be on them, but they can't because they don't do gear. But some of the bigger channels might not be the channels to actually get honest opinions from. If you find the honest channel, my goal was always to be a Top Gear. Because Top Gear, I have zero interest in cars. It was super entertaining. The banter between the guys was good, exactly like what we're doing right here. Beautiful banter. Um, <laughs> but it was something you wanted to watch. And they were so big, 320 million viewers worldwide, that even if they pooped, on the new, see what I did. I was going to say shit, but I didn't say shit. I said poop. Don't say shit. Uh, if they pooped on the new BMW, they still got the next BMW because being on the show and being critiqued was still better than not being yeah. on the show. Yeah. So the more power we have, and I'm not saying that because I want more subs. I'm saying it because I want more subs. Um, <laughs> is the more powerful we are, if you can trust us the more power we have with the companies, then we can just say, okay, you pay us something, but you're not, you're not telling us anything, which is already I think when you say, are. when you say power Henning, I think that also includes the viewer, the viewer owns a part of that channel in essence, mm -hmm. because when you trust that, that YouTube or that, that entity, um, when you put your trust in with your money, when you purchase, you're not just giving power to the YouTuber who could then do what they want with it. You're giving power to yourself because other people will be able to to also support what you support. And that is that trust, that honesty, uh, that self-reflection. And it's very... I was just a bit worried when you were saying the word power because that has been misused <laughs> by other YouTubers uh, in the past <laughs> and they got flamed for it. Um, Great no, no, I I meant not the power with the uh, over the... The over viewers, the viewers but no no it gives us it, it it gives us the independence that again if, if we know if you have a channel that every brand wants to be on and they will take the critique gladly just to be on the channel that is where you want to be and i don't think i don't think we have that channel yet i don't think we have that channel in our community that is no. so big that you just have to be on it no matter what they say we have channels that everyone wants to be on very badly, but they don't really deal in gear. Um, we have channels that everyone wants to be on very badly, but they're not really critical. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, something lame I was going to say is uh, the viewers do own part of the channel, but Valeria and Amanda, they own part of my heart. Ooh.
Um, hang on, I've got a sound effect for that. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be done. Um, it does. No, it's, it's a, I just want to bring up one of the yeah. comments from one of the viewers who hopefully is still with us. It was from a while ago. Ironically, from a user called I Love It All, um, who says self-reflecting influencers worried about their credibility are a rare species on YouTube. Thank you, but I actually disagree. There are many of us, but... Um, I just think some of them get they're just quite small. I think some of the upcoming channels, some of these smaller channels are more responsible for their words than some of the larger channels these days. I think that credibility is increasing rather than decreasing. So I know I've warned people not to sell themselves to try and get those next subs or to get paid um, by whichever brand. But I, I believe that the at least the channels that I see coming up are more honest than the channels that were coming up around you know sort of sub 10,000 subs when I was at that level well because they're talking to us and we're telling them be honest or else you get a kick in the bum exactly exactly it's not doesn't go for everybody but yeah if you want to succeed just tell the truth just be nice and we could hang around for a lot longer but we've had a really long show I want to say one, one, one more thing about yeah go on you. go on go on I mean first of all you are a friend late inviter just letting you know <laughs> Okay, that's a bad thing. But something you need to know about Andy, other than that he's a friend late inviter. Um, some of you might not know this. I'm trying to say this without saying any brand. But the biggest sign of integrity that I've ever seen from anyone in the world that is more impressive than anything is when someone works for a company X interviews a very, 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 very big wig from company other letter. Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, big, big, big deal. Okay. Big, 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 big wig from big, big, big company. And then said company does something unethical and on his own channel, not thinking about his job with company X or, or anything says, I don't like what just happened there. I think I've been lied to. And someone who needs to get up in the morning to look in the mirror and can only do that because they've done the right thing deserves the most respect in the world. Forget what he ever said about pedals or whatever and that he says fuzzes are good, which they're not. But um, some, someone who will jeopardize so much, given the fact that there's kids at home and all that stuff, uh, will always tell you the blatant truth because that was a huge thing to do. And I don't think a lot of people know it and don't even look it up. It's not necessary. But that showed me that this is a guy that I can trust. Then he waited 55 episodes to invite me, and all that trust was gone. What if but I what if I told it you it out. wasn't it wasn't me? It was the other guy. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> really, Dan? Really? Yeah. Fight, fight, fight! Thank you for saying that, Henning. Um, it's true. You know, uh, all I can say is that doing the right thing is often the easiest thing. That's all. That's all I can say to that. It's the only way to do it. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I want to sum this up, if I may, by saying that what I think we're all, the three of us are saying is that we love guitars, we love the guitar community, and we want there to be guitars forever and for this community to grow. That can only happen if everyone behaves and tells the truth, but also has some responsibility for the things they say and the things they listen and interpret. So mm -hmm. I, I think, for me, the takeaway is that we all have to be responsible with what we read, what we watch, and what we listen to, but also what we publish. And just be aware that everything that's put in front of you isn't always there to be your best friend. And if there's a problem interpreting the facts, then you can follow people like us, who hopefully risk their bums, um, trying to interpret the facts for you. And from now on, you look a little bit more critical at a best of list. If someone just called, just see it as their, their favorites. Mm -hmm. In your head, yeah. when you see best of, cross that out, say stuff we liked, which makes it a lot better. Yeah, it's easy. Yep. If you know someone's motivation for doing something, then you can understand a lot more about it. The thing they've done. Do you think this podcast is any on any best of lists? No, probably not. I highly doubt it. Best podcast to no, can't do it. <laughs> I best, always have, best... I also have have to admit that usually when I see these best of lists at the end of the year, I'm kind of really just peeved because there's always like the you know the best YouTube personalities. And, um, and you're not on the list. Well, I, was on it. It, I was on it <laughs> once, and I think I did second to last. And But best YouTube guitar personalities, for me, is like, what have they done during the year? What have they done for the community? Uh, nine out of the 20 I had never heard of. And mm. I do Gear Street. So it's weird. If I haven't heard of them, <laughs> then who are these people? And I'm sorry, but 2020... That's really creams my corn, as they say. Mm. Um, 2020, the year of everyone had to stay at home. I pulled off the only guitar event in 2020, as Andy put it so beautifully. Um, Welcome. And then they make a list of, here are the guitar personalities that did something 2020. Not being on that list, I know that's petty, and I shouldn't say it, but it really bumped me out because... <laughs> I pulled off Gear Street. Yeah. We, we did it. We did a guitar event safely with people. And for that magazine or whatever to not recognize that means either they had no idea about it or they just don't like me. And I didn't sleep well that night. And I know that's petty, petty, petty Patterson. But that's why I don't like those lists because I'm not on them. <laughs> Yeah. So, and if, if anyone is interested in uh, having or checking out our top 55 episodes list on iTunes, there's a superb <laughs> list of the top 55 episodes of the Guitar Stories podcast. But the best uh, one starts last, right? Uh, it depends. But uh, while you're there, you can leave us a five star rating, of course, and leave a comment and show us your appreciation or criticism or whatever you want. But uh, let yourself be heard. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? I think we're, we're all kind of off because we need to check out the, the, the five coolest tread guitars on YouTube uh, tonight. That's still on my well, I've, uh, I've got watch to film later. My, I've got to film my five greatest shred licks of all. All right, evening. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's still my, my watch list. So, Henning, thanks so much for being on. Thank guest. you for finally coming on the show.
Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So many invites had have been without a response from his end, but finally he made it. <laughs> he's too busy, my, Dan. He's too busy. My five, my five favorite Ivanus guitars with locking tuners. But wait, are there even five? <laughs> 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 oh, dear, dear, dear. <laughs> we, we will, it's all we, in jest. We love each other. Yeah. Ibanez guitars are the second best guitars in the world. And we will find out tomorrow how many uh, guitars with locking tuners we have. No doubt about that. I saw some without. I'm going to bitch about that. But they're nice guitars. Did you see those nice new Ibanez? And there's one with... <laughs> Before he gives away any stuff that you're not supposed to know before January 1st, Thanks so much to all the mo uh, moderators, to everyone in the chat. I think we had like 80, 80 viewers, live viewers. That's amazing. So uh, hopefully you enjoy that. Maybe at some point, like episode 365, Henning will be back. <laughs> the, the topic will be the same, but the jokes yeah. will be slightly different. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's to be expected. All right, guys. Um, Thanks so much for watching, right? Yeah, I, I wish I was there in this room right now because if it was, I'd be sleeping on Dan's floor tonight, and that is a that is a thing that I have dreamed about many a time. So it will happen. I'm sorry I didn't make it to your event, Dan. Um, I'm the one suffering, not you. We will we'll make for up. Well, I uh, gotta check out Ivan's guitars. That's suffering. <laughs> yeah, you'll be getting checking out guitars. House time, rubbish. So. Hey, Andy, by yeah. the way, I just told Dan that. When, when he gets in the guitar that I, I want to check out, I would actually give him money for it. I just told him I would buy an Ibanez guitar and not a cheap one. Yeah. Yep. What is wrong with me? Yep. We need to have a talk and you need to tell me not to do it. Not okay. And, and, and it doesn't oh. have locking tuners. <laughs> the irony, right? The, the irony. irony. <laughs> well, if you do buy it, maybe I can find you some. I'll take them off one of mine and throw them your direction. Thanks Remember, everybody, people. locking tuners does not a tuned guitar make, but it sometimes helps. Buy my course. Um, buy Henning's course, sub to all the channels. Um, go and unsubscribe to all those channels that you think we might have been talking about this evening but didn't mention. Because that, <laughs> no, I mean it, that, that is putting your power where your power is needed. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only half joking. But yeah. Um, Make sure there's more guitar players in the future. That's all we need to do. Uh, everybody, oh, yeah. Dan has asked you to leave five stars and stuff, but don't forget to take your grandma's phone and your neighbor's grandma's phone and do five stars on the audio version of the podcast. Um, genuinely, Henning, phone. thank you. Neighbor's grandma's, grandma's phone. phone. Yeah. So the Along grandma the big... of your neighbor. Yeah. I could have said the grandma of your neighbor, but that'd be weird. And, do we have, uh, do we have any animals animals at the end? No. Uh, my cat was at the window what? just a moment ago. If that if that helps, but um, don't forget it's uh, it's better to burn out than to fade away. <laughs>